We are. Yep, we're recording. We're recording live. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Recording Live. Uh, as always, I am Dexter, and with me is. You know who I am. It's Matt. Yeah. Uh, and today we're talking about. Um, I I can never remember the name of the show. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, because it's so long. But it's the Falcon and sense. the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I know. I remember the the for Falcon. Well, and the the problem I have is like, is it the Falcon and the Winter Soldier or the Winter Soldier and the Falcon? Or is it just Falcon and Winter Soldier? Like, I I don't know. And the funny thing is, is being like the, everyone's token comic book friend that like just with all my non comic book friends, uh, everyone's just like, what's the deal with that name? Like, they couldn't have come up with something better. I'm just like, well, it's because they're not a team. Like, wh- what? what would it what else would it be called like they're not the avengers they're not i like that it uh the final episode the title changed yeah that was something i wanted to bring up later too actually um but yeah and i thought that was interesting i I guess i i it made sense that they did that um and we can talk about that i guess maybe when we do do the synopsis uh but i uh, before we get too far into it i uh we can talk about the the stuff we talk about up front so if you have any comments which i asked on twitter and nobody responded again I but saw if you have, that. <laughs> uh, we should do it on facebook next week um if you have any comments or thoughts you can always hit us up on twitter facebook instagram you can find all the links to those things at our website recordinglivepodcast.com uh where you can also find links to our merch we have um shirts mugs stickers uh, i even offered to send people stickers if they they sent in a question and nobody did so uh we'll we'll put that on facebook next week i guess and i'm happy to mail some stickers out um Just a little behind the scenes do you think since we're still very much growing this podcast we i don't think we've hit a year just yet no we have uh, uh, we started oh, we? okay yeah, it was a year at the beginning of last month, so we've been okay. a year and a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think maybe for que- if we're going to ask people questions, do you think not only putting it on the recording live page, but maybe we should do it on our private on our profile ones too, just to uh, since we have a farther reach on that uh, currently, like our personal stuff. Yeah, like say hey for our podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do. If you guys have any questions you'd like to ask, uh, shoot it over here. Uh, leave a comment, and we'll get to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we can do that. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so today we're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, but I don't know if uh, it's been a. We were just commenting before we started recording that it's been a. It's felt like a very long two weeks. Um, and so I was trying to think like what I was even going on. And last weekend it was my son's birthday. Or his birthday oh. party, and then, then this last week it was Thursday was his was his birthday, um, so that was fun. Uh, he got so many Minecraft Lego sets from like everybody, uh, so he's in he's pretty happy with with himself I think right now. He got like another set, uh, a pig house set. They have like a bunch of Legos like Minecraft Lego sets that are just like houses that are animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he got the pig one, um, and then he got. What else did he get? Oh, just like um, we got him of the village, like it's um the desert villagers. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little kiosk, really, and then one house, and then like a house and a garden. Um, and it came with a couple of the villagers. Um, but and the this really irritates me. They're like putting in characters from other Lego things. So like they Minecraft, like they look like Minecraft characters, but like. 
the one with the villagers uh it's kai from ninjago which is like the weird lego ninja sets that i think there might be tv shows for but beckett has no idea what that is and i have no plans of ever introducing it to him um and so it's just like what who's kai like is this a character from minecraft and i like looked into it and basically it was just a bunch of other people who were confused why this ninja is in this minecraft set and that it's a ninjago character um and then one of the other sets came with another weird character that i didn't even bother looking up i was just like okay this is probably just another dumb crossover uh which is just i don't know like i get why they do that they're trying to get you you know it's just it's a toy crossover thing they're trying to get you to buy the other toys but i feel i don't know just feels wrong to me um i'm gonna wager those those characters skins are in minecraft yeah i think i think i did find that um but but like the thing is is like so if it was like um a popular minecraft skin for some reason i would be okay with it but the fact that it's just like it's a lego character that they're bringing into minecraft i'm irritated for some reason um and i mean i don't know like it is what it is it's fine uh it's just funny that like beckett immediately knows this character's name now and so he's just like dad let's play minecraft you can be kai i'm just like okay i'll be the weird ninja uh you're the weird ninja yeah i don't know it it is what it is it's fine but uh the funny thing is like we got so many sets and not a single one of them had minecraft steve one of them did have a minecraft alex which is the lady version of steve um or just the lady default character uh she like wears she has like red hair and she wears like a green outfit um and then finally or today my brother came to uh, beckett's soccer game and gave him a uh, like a late birthday present uh and it was just kind of i don't know it's um it was a weird lego set with like sheep like dyed sheep like that's really all it is it's just like a bunch of extra pieces you can kind of build whatever you want with it but then like it just has steve and then three sheep and steve has a big set of shears or whatever regular minecrafty looking shears uh and i I thought it was funny that it's just like there's a yellow an orange and a red sheep uh but i was i was just happy because we finally got a steve character now so it's just like he's getting so much so many minecraft legos not a single steve so i'm glad you got steve um other than that yeah i don't know it's just been a busy week because of just beckett's just all the stuff we do for Beckett's birthday. Um, and then uh, on top of that, my wife is a, a maid of honor in a wedding. I don't know when that's even happening, like sometime this year. Uh, but they're doing the shower this weekend. And so it was just kind of like just a lot of busyness getting prepping for a birthday party. And now for uh, this bridal shower thing, um, which I don't know, is interesting. Then I also got my second vaccine, so that was cool. I was really tired Wednesday night, Tuesday night, I mean. Oh yeah, and so then the other thing I did was I listened to um, a book on an audiobook. It was I, really, I started listening to the second book in the uh, the the Expanse uh, series. There's a uh, TV show on sci-fi about it. Um, the books are really good. I've not seen the show. It's just a sci-fi thriller. It's great. Uh, anyway, what have you been up to? Nothing. Okay. Just working and coming home. Yeah, that's about it. I finished Invincible, the uh, the show. Yeah. It ended. It ended last uh, yesterday. That was pretty great. 
Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. You were sending like uh, you sent that clip. I'm guessing it was from uh, the, the last episode. Uh, it with, was from the finale. It's wonderful. With, yeah, I can't Dad. believe how great it was. I <laughs> absolutely love that show. I uh, I'm so sad that it probably won't be back for another year or maybe even longer. But I hope not. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned or Lee, I think mentioned in our conversation that they signed up for at least another season or more. Two seasons. Two more seasons. Two and three are greenlit, so That's I'm nice. really, really looking forward to it. There's a movie supposed to be happening, too. I don't really care to have the movie. I, I think the episodic TV content uh, that comics are doing nowadays is much better than film. Like, I'll fully yeah. admit, I don't... I really am not on the radar with comic movies at the moment because I'm much more invested in the show format for stuff because there's so much more that can be told than a two hour movie. Yeah. And I mean, and yeah, that's a Invincible's good, great. it's it's like 45 minute long episodes. I was shocked about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, so what the Marvel ones, at least for WandaVision and now this one, uh, they're, they're only 20 minute episodes, right? Or Wanda maybe half 20 hour. minutes. Uh, Falcon and winter soldier was an hour. They were our episodes. Yep. Oh, dang. OK, yep. that makes sense. Um, that makes a lot of sense since there were only six episodes of of uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like we need to do an episode about Invincible. I, I don't know that I'm going to have time to ever watch it all, um, but maybe it's, like just it's only eight episodes. That's not bad, I guess. It's not I'll long. Do... I mean, yeah, 45 minutes uh, episodes. There's only eight. I mean, I did it all today. I I, <laughs> I forgot that not, I didn't cancel my Amazon Prime. I thought I did. I swear I did. Yeah, and I was wondering why I hadn't gotten an email saying your prime's over. And then I looked into it and it said, oh, no, nope. I swear oh, I man. They submitted the cancellation as ah, $13. It's not that bad. And I get to yeah. watch it. And then I can peruse through the terrible library that is Amazon Prime streaming um, for another <laughs> month. And I have no intentions, again, of ever watching The Boys. But I'm sure yeah. some trash yeah. on there. I don't like Amazon Prime streaming service. I, I don't like streaming services in general. Yeah. They seem like a great idea until I get them and I can't find jack shit to watch. I And Amazon Prime is an extra middle finger because they have this giant expansive library. I see a movie. I click on it. And yeah. then it tells me to rent it. And I'm that like, is the worst. I, I hate that. You have to find the thumbnail that has a little Prime logo in a corner. And I kind of figured out what that is. It's look at our giant library. We're not paying for any of these licenses. So you can yeah. rent it. And it's like, that sucks. But I, I get like, it, I guess. I feel like you can click, like, I only want to see what's free. You can. You can go to the Prime idea. Well, free is in the sense you're paying a service for right. it. Right. But it's, uh, it's just really stupid that they just have this humongous library and maybe... 30% of it is viewable with a prime subscription, which is just dumb. It's like, uh, yeah. no, I'll just go to my other sources to watch this, I guess. Cause there is a movie I'd really like to watch. Yeah. And I can't find it anywhere, which mm-hmm. sucks. But, yeah. uh, uh, I guess I have done something. I did watch mortal Kombat last weekend. Oh yeah. I've heard really good things. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's got way too much CG blood. 
Oh, that's too bad. I wonder if oh, they, yeah, all blood is CG. I wonder if that was on purpose, just because, like, because I heard that there was a lot of homages to the game in different it, ways. Like, it's fairly faithful uh, to the game. There's two yeah, negatives well, I have with the movie. One of which is that all the blood is computer effects, which you can kind of go, Ooh, well, excessive blood was in the video games, I guess, but... Yeah, well, and the blood in the video games is horrible. What? Like, just the blood in the video games is really fake looking, because there's just so much of it. Yeah, it's just, like, the same generic, like... It cycled with like maybe five or ten uh, plus splatter effects, but yeah, yeah, that was one beef I had with it. The other beef is I don't care. Spoiler alert: There's no Mortal Kombat tournament in this movie. Wait, oh, well, that's not that's that's that, that's not even what it is. There's, a, there's there no be Mortal a Kombat. The whole plot. There should the movie totally be a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the plot of the movie is Shang Tsung sends characters from the games to assassinate Earth's defenders so they can't participate in the tournament. Okay, so it's like a pre-tournament thing? Yes. Oh, well, okay, at least they're... Well, it's not even a pre-tournament, it's just assassination attempts. Yeah, well, I mean, at least they're kind of talking about that there is going to be a tournament. Yeah, like if they that's just... big. Yeah, that's too bad, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. There's great characters in it. Uh, I didn't think I had a problem with it. And yeah, the the main character who we talked about beforehand, yeah, he's not a character in the video game. Okay, he's yeah. got an interesting backstory. He's not hmm. a good actor, but <laughs> he's got an interesting uh, backstory. I can't remember who he played. He was Shatterstar. Oh yeah, he was Shatterstar in Deadpool too. Oh really? Yeah, I got sliced up with the uh, the joke. Yeah. Yeah, he's the main character. He's Cole Young, and uh, there is a reason for his existence in the movie. So I guess I can't complain too much. Yeah, well, but, I, I, I I heard that there just seems to be a lot of like goofy references to the video game too. Because like uh, I guess specifically there's a like the fight between Liu Kang and um, Kano. Yeah, uh, he keeps sweeping the leg because I guess just in the original game uh people playing it would just keep doing like leg sweeps like there's a lot of that there's a lot of moves in the game yeah well and i guess everyone's signature moves are in the movie it's very unusual yeah well that's i mean i mean basically it just sounds like they made a movie to be nostalgic for kid for guys and whatever for people who played the game back in the day like that's all so and as soon as I heard about it, I was just like, yeah, this is just for people who used to play the game. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. I mean, it's faithful. I mean, to That's a point, good. it is faithful. I mean, it's not unlike Marvel stuff where people are in their costumes and they do their stuff. So, I mean, yeah, there's that. I, it, I remember Lee, Lee saw it, too, and I asked him. I, he liked it. He liked it. He had the same issues I did, though. Yeah. Uh, but I asked him, is it better than the original movie? And he said no. <laughs> And I think That's I agree with that. Surprising, because the original movie wasn't fantastic. I would recommend rewatching it then for that, uh, since you're going to put that kind of statement out there. <laughs> I think the original movie is okay. really good. Okay. Uh, okay. Outside this, the terribly CGI reptile monster, like yeah. that's really bad. But other than that, it's got decent effects. The story's linear. There's a tournament. Yeah. Uh, it included. Every character from the first game. Yeah, uh, I think I wonder if I'm getting it mixed up in my head with Street Fighter, which is horrible of me if I Street am. Fighter's horrible and the sequel Mortal Kombat Annihilation is really bad. But and maybe that's the thing is I'm thinking about Annihilation because I remember Annihilation just being like even as a kid, I was just like, what? 
Like, and the sad thing is that movie had a bigger budget and a bigger department for effects, and it yeah. looks like a Power Rangers episode. Well, and you can kind of tell, I think, that they got a bigger budget, and then they just went in the wrong way with it. Like, Which they just weird. spent... No stars in that movie. Like, yeah, yeah. Nothing, okay. and you're just going. Well, they oh, they spent all the money on cocaine. That's what they them. did. They gave and it all to Ed Boon. And like, I remember Jax getting his arms, and like, they just look weird. Yep. And yeah, everything looked weird in that movie. Everything looked bad. But I like the first one. I mean, it's not okay. super faithful to an extent, but yeah. it's and that there. might be my problem as a kid like just th- that it wasn't faithful because i remember just being disappointed by movies like that as a kid because like when mario when mario brothers came out i remember just even as a kid i was just like this isn't mario brothers like why why are they calling this mario brothers this is something else and because nintendo approved of that movie 100 percent. i don't even that makes zero sense to me i recommend That's- watching the internet uh the uh gaming historians video oh, yeah, yeah of mario brothers the movie because it's very okay. insightful okay yeah i'll have to do that uh huh, interesting let's get on to winter soldier and yeah i was just gonna say <laughs> um yeah so falcon the falcon and the winter soldier um now i gotta find this uh the sheet so yeah i i thought it was interesting um just an interesting show i'm not i, I don't think i was as uh happy with it maybe as like I was with WandaVision. Um, I mean, saying that too, like I didn't hate it. I liked it. It was a fun, it was a fun show to watch. Um, and I, I feel like it was a necessary show for just like moving forward with the MCU maybe. Um, but I'm also, I was a little surprised mostly just cause um, like, let's see other people's reviews. Uh, IMDB has a 7.5 out of 10 rotten tomatoes as an 89%. Uh, and I guess people on Google 92% liked it. I don't, I didn't know Google had reviews like that, but they do. Um, so I don't know. I was surprised mostly just that Rotten Tomatoes has it almost at 90. Um, I really expected more people not to like it, but just, I mean, uh, the individual episodes are very low. Like the, the last episode is right. like at a 65%. And I think that's kind of maybe my opinion too. Like individually, the shows weren't, the episodes weren't great, I guess. Um, but as a whole, I liked it. And so I like my, my number one comment is like, I almost feel like this, this might've, I don't know that it would have been better as a movie. I think it just would have been better as maybe three episodes. I don't know, maybe four. Um, just cause like, uh, I don't know what specific episodes, but like, I feel like episode two was kind of slow. Uh, and then like the one where they basically just like, spent the whole time at Sam's sister's house fixing the boat. It's just, those were kind of boring. Like there's a, that was the first episode. No, the one where, where like, uh, Bucky was even helping. That was like three minutes of the second to last episode. Yeah. 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 But that it whole goes by there. very fast. It's only a couple minutes. I mean, it's yeah, only but, like three minutes in an hour long episode, but the, the whole episode was just kind of a lot of talking. Like there wasn't a lot else going on. This show is a lot of talking. Yeah. And the show okay, so, is a lot of talking. Right. And, and I, sorry, I wanted to like even kind of highlight what you said before when we were talking about uh, Invincible, which is like you're, you're liking the, the TV show versions of these comic books because like it just it's more episodic in 
and it's, I think this is the same feeling I got for WandaVision, where the episodes feel more like an actual comic book. Uh, and it feels more like an actual comic book series. Like whenever, whenever I get, like I'm picking up a storyline of a comic, there's always going to be an issue that is boring. Uh, and I remembered reading when, uh, what was it? Wolverine and the X-Men, um, came out and Nightwing that same, like in back in 2011, when I was like actively reading those, Mm -hmm. uh, there were like several issues where I was just like, I don't know that I should keep getting this comic, but then yeah. I would forget to take it off my pull list. I'd get it the next month. And then the next issue was great. And so I was like, okay, I'll keep getting this. And then the next issue was like, okay, this is boring again. And like, and like I said, like all overall, I liked the stories. And so I kept reading them for a lot longer and I like these stories as well. And so I'm watching the shows, I'm enjoying it, but episode to episode it's a little boring here and there and i just like when you're telling stories in this way that's just how it's going to be i feel like oh my god this show had a budget of 150 million dollars wow yeah. i mean is that a lot it's for a I mean, show it's, i would yeah i'd say i'd say that's that's quite a bit of money thrown at this because hmm. i think game of thrones had 10 million per episode so yeah uh, game of thrones on hbo was like Budget for a season was like a hundred million dollars for ten episodes. This had six episodes at a hundred and fifty million. Yeah, I. I mean, that's the that's the price of the first Transformers movie back in two thousand seven. Like that's wow. that's block. I mean, one hundred fifty million is blockbuster uh, uh, summer film budget. Yeah, that's a good point. But um, that being said, too, I guess one of the things to to comment on is I did I heard that because uh okay so first of all i heard that the plot had to get changed because like the flag smashers original like goal was to spread create a pandemic which then i so i was just like is that real like is that right and so i looked into it and that's not true so that's apparently a rumor that people are believing on the (laughs) internet um but they did go back and reshoot a couple of scenes with this or at least one scene for this flag smashers and it was just to give them more of a backstory uh or like to kind of explain their characters more i think it's specifically uh it's one of the conversations but just between carly is it carly yeah carly and um uh, a guy whose name starts with a D and I don't remember which guy that is. Um, I'm guessing it's probably the one, the scene um, outside, uh, like by the cars before she blows up the building. I'm not sure, but they went back and reshot that. And then I also read that they condensed it. So it was supposed to be, I think eight episodes and they removed a bunch of content basically. Yeah. Six episodes seems short for this kind of a show. Yeah, especially fact- considering that Wanda got eight episode, nine episodes, uh, and nine. other shows like on the Disney Plus, like The Mandalorian got, mm-hmm. which is this a uh, little shorter, but still like by five to ten minutes shorter, was eight episodes. So yeah, so I think this was supposed to be longer, and they just they cut it down to be more concise. Which yeah. honestly, like I mean, I kind of feel like it could have been more concise. Um, so I kind of wonder what the original cut was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean that too, like, you know, WandaVision was what, nine episodes, but they were half hour episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, if they'd made these half hour episodes, we would have had 12. So, I mean, I almost think, wonder if, I guess maybe they should have done 
nine episodes that are, were a half an hour, just like WandaVision, if it wouldn't have been better. But I don't know. Um, overall, I guess, I mean, I liked it. I feel like there it had a lot of problems, but all in all, I liked the story. I liked the character growth for Sam and Bucky. Um, and I don't know. Like I, I, I liked how it began and I kind of was a little concerned with where they were going, like how it was going to go. But by the end of it, like I completely bought that they're, they're best friends now. I liked that last, the final scene of, um, of them at like a, it kind of looked like a family reunion. If, if, I think it was maybe more of like a block party or something like it just, you kind of felt happy for Bucky kind of thing. Um, it was a good, it was good. I liked it. Um, all in all. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, what are, what are your initial feelings on it? Or I hated the story. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. It was well, it was, okay. I hated it. I I'll, I'll put it this way. I like the characters mostly. Yeah. Uh, this story was extremely directionless, and no, yeah, and I, I guess, had a lot of problems with it. Like this is the opposite of my Wandavision review, where I was all on board up until the final episode, and it turned on me. Yeah. I was all on board in the first episode. And then my excitement decreased per episode until yeah. the final episode. And I really did enjoy that last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt this series was so directionless and I can't shut my brain off with continuity and plot poles in the show. Yeah. And I just, to a point, started feeling like it was a chore to watch it. And no. Yeah, and I, I got to say, I do agree with you. And when I say I like the story, I guess what I mean is, is I like the character development <laughs> i have to ask what was the story no and and actually see that's a good point so oh like i say i like the story and then all of a sudden yeah you start talking and then the question of what is the story i'm like okay it's not the story that i liked i i think really what i like i just liked seeing bucky and sam and i i did too together. like those are my highlights like i'm yeah. i'm not going to lie everyone i have four highlights for this whole show and then i have a dozen things yeah. I didn't like. And my highlights are three characters mm-hmm. and the and then the other one is the effects because they were way better in, than in WandaVision. Because WandaVision, in certain scenes, looked like a cartoon, and I talked about that in our review. Yep. Yep. In this, I totally believe the budget was for this show because everything looked really good. Like every time Sam flew around, every time there was fights and things like that, it looked really good. Yeah. And so I was really blown away by how well the production was for the show. Yeah. But after, uh, after like, I think the third or fourth episode, I really did like, I could, I'll, I'll say this much. Lee's not on here. Uh, he was not a fan of the show until like the final episode. He mm. too felt like it was a chore. And I disagreed with him because uh, he felt that way right from the get go. Yeah. I slowly started turning that way to a point where I was really like, I think by the fourth episode, I was going, what's the plot of this show and who is the villain of this show? Yeah. And well, I yeah, because all- like it, you don't know if it's a U.S. agent. You don't know if it's the Flag Smashers uh, or whoever the power broker might be. <laughs> it was all just like, yeah, like, what is the what's the plot of this show? And I kept like in the back of my head asking certain questions like what jurisdiction does anybody fall under? 
which like, is hilarious I, because uh, whatever uh, U.S. agent Captain America kept bringing that up. He's like, "Do you have jurisdiction here?" <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, like, because here's here's the thing. Um, we kind of needed some info on that because the second half of uh, the MCU dealt with those kind of things where mm. after Ultron, the question of what jurisdiction do the Avengers fall under was yeah. the whole plot of civil war and continued onward. Yeah. And so we have this series where Sam and Bucky are flying all over the world. And mm-hmm. so is Captain America, the new Captain America, yeah. uh, John Walker and uh, his partner uh they're going all over the place Battlestar? yeah yeah well, and, and it's I, going where do you, how, how are you allowed to do this shit how can I you think, around in u.s out like costumes and have a dude yeah. run around captain america doing all these things and it got to a point where when cap kills a guy and then it starts falling under legal issues because of that but it just yeah. kept making me go you can't do this stuff. Like, well, I, I, I think I, you're military. I think you are. I don't know what you are. Like the biggest one fell under mainly Sam because he is. He's a contractor. Well, yeah, he's a contractor. I mean, he was a soldier at one point. Yeah. And then he became an Avenger. Mm-hmm. And then he went on the run. Obviously, he got a pardon. Mm-hmm. And but then I'm left going. Okay, you're a contractor. You work with the Air Force? Yeah, the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And then that's like the first episode. He's working with the Air Force, and he's got some military liaison. That's his partner and stuff. Yep. But then the rest of the show, he's not working for the Air Force. Well, and he never gets his wings unless he's doing work for them, right? I think No, I think he has the... I think they're just his, because he gets pissed whenever everyone messes with them. Yeah, right, right, so, right. And then, well, and then, the, yeah, there is that scene where he finally... He, because he rarely wears them, like, throughout the whole show. Like, I feel like it's only, a, like, half the episodes does he have wings on? Yeah, like, he's um, not in too much. Only when there's, like, a fight that's about to happen. But yeah. I just kind of thought that was a little weird, where I'm like, who do you report to? And then you have Captain America... Mm-hmm. He's I got no he superpowers. Re- yeah, he's just a normal guy. He's a normal Which, guy dressed as Cap, and he's yep. crossing foreign soil, busting the shit out of foreigners. So and I, I, I don't know. I'm left going. Well, I think that goes who, back. Who are you taking orders from? I think it's the yeah. GRD. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it goes back to. Uh, I mean, just the the events of uh, Civil War, the the movie, because like I just watched that before we watched before we watch the show and uh, in that like the whole uh sokovia accords they they answer to or like they cannot do anything without the approval of whatever it's called the the g united nations i believe basically the united nations and so i think then i'm assuming especially kind of based on just like the way he excuse me the way john walker talks about things about just having like jurisdiction and having um, any sort of power, like uh, legal power. Uh, I'm assuming that he is sanctioned by then whatever that governing body is, the United Nations probably. Um, and so whenever he goes anywhere, he's going with the power that they gave him saying like, tell, you know, it's, this is you, giving him the mission, go there, do this, or even just the mission of like, go find the flag smashers and stop them. And so then that gives him, 
jurisdiction basically in the whole world because they are the ones that sent him. Which He's then Team America the World Police. That's the thing, though. Then the problem is, is like, then why is he dressed up like Team America World Police? Which, yeah, he's Captain America, but he is a normal dude. Yeah, he's like a he's a highly decorated soldier. Is what he's he a is. highly decorated soldier. It's him and his partner running around. I'm <laughs> sorry, but if you're fighting quote unquote terrorists, where's your unit? Yeah, like he like, should have had just him. He should have a squad. Captain America even had a squad. Uh, well, in yeah. World War II and everything, like it wasn't well, just movies. him; it was Captain America and it was uh, the Howling Commandos. Commandos. Yeah, and which that was uh, only in the movies, really, because uh, the Howling Commandos followed um, Fury. Nick Fury in the comics. Yeah, yeah, but I was okay with that because it's the Howling Commandos. I would have liked yeah. to have seen maybe uh, uh, like a unit because it just kind of felt weird yeah. that it was just Cap and he was just running mm-hmm. around and. I guess there's I guess there are soldiers around because there's that part where it's in the first episode when they're fighting the flag smashers, they get their butts kicked, and yeah. then it's Sam and uh Bucky walking on the road and all of a sudden a Jeep roll a military Jeep rolls up yeah. with them going, Hey, come on in, let's work together. But I felt like they needed to have a squad, a unit like a military yeah. Because well, this, this dude is walking around with just a shield and a pistol yeah. and his partner's just walking around with a pistol and I was like, yeah, this guy kind of needed uh, a, a team with him. Yeah, um, and I'm realizing just now that we've not really given a synopsis of the show. Uh, six months after end, end game, uh, Sam was handed the shield and the mantle of Captain America. He by, by Steve Rogers. By, Steve, by an elderly Steve Rogers. Sam doesn't feel he was worth it, so instead he gives the shield to the Smithsonian Museum and... He's out finding super soldiers, and the next thing you know, there's there's uh, the U.S. kind of gave Sam the middle finger and created yeah. their own Captain America, and the whole show is dealing with uh, this terrorist group who are also super soldiers. And so the show, this is where I say it gets kind of directionless, because yeah. you've got Sam and, and Bucky comes in, too, because Bucky is the product of... Uh, tampering with super soldier serum. So yeah. Bucky and Sam are going around trying to find the flag smashers, but then they're also trying to find out where the super soldier serum came from. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, you've got John Walker, the new Captain America. He's also running around, also trying to find the flag smashers, but he's not looking for the super soldier serum. But they keep coincidentally running into each other because. Yeah. Uh, Sam apparently has a tracking device in his equipment that he didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And then while that's going on, the Flag Smashers are an organization that came to fruition during the five years between Infinity War and Endgame, where apparently a large chunks of the world took down their borders and unified together to support mm-hmm. each other. And when everyone came back, the countries just went back to being themselves and putting borders back up. And so the flag smashers well, are this group that believes that they, that the world was better off without borders and walls and under unification. Mm-hmm. And s- people may say that doesn't sound so bad. Well, a good chunk of the world also doesn't think that sounds so bad, but politics, xenophobia, yeah. 
Well, uh, and, like the issue that they kept bringing up is like, so yeah, you, you lose half the population. So then people kind of like start to like kind of cross borders and live together. So they're coming into larger community. Like they're creating new larger communities, which means they're moving out of their homes and into vacant homes. And so now that like a bunch of people came like, and they kept bringing this point up, which I think is we like a weak point maybe, but like, they just have like, so people get blipped back and now they go back to their house, but other people are living in their houses. So who gets to live there? And like, I mean, I get it. That's a, a point I guess that you can make, but then it's just like, but that's not a reason to like shove people back out of the country and like let them starve to death. Well, they're putting them all in like reassignment camps and crap. Right. And, and, which you know, maybe we should have they, seen those to be. We actually was gonna say like we never see one of these camps that they won't stop talking about. And this <laughs> this is a point that I like because yeah. we got some of this in one in uh in one division where it was a travesty, it was a giant tragedy that oh, half yeah, yeah. of the world disappeared <laughs> and when everyone came back, it wasn't just a happy ending because people came back to change lives. They came back homeless. Yeah. They came back jobless. They came they came back unaged. Like for everybody who disappeared, coming back was like a blink. It was <laughs> what it's called the blip. People blipped out and blipped back and it nothing changed for them. They may have felt a bit of discomfort or something for a moment. Because yeah. they just came back and they were confused. Yeah. But nothing changed for them, but the world did for them. And it's really sh- – this show showed it. WandaVision showed it to a, a good extent that mm-hmm. things didn't go back to normal. But then if you watch Spider-Man Far From Home, it's a joke. Yeah. And I hate that so much. I already hated yep. that movie. Yeah. But this – it, but the thing was, and this is not Sony's problem. This is not Spider-Man thing. This was an MCU thing. Yeah. This is uh, this think, movie takes place the same time as Spider-Man Far From Home. I wondered that. I had to look that up. Six months have passed since Endgame, oh, and that's yeah. when Spider-Man Far From Home uh, took place too. Six months later. Yeah. And it was a joke in well, that I, film. I I heard that they did that intentionally because of just the heaviness of of uh the last movie and so they wanted to kind of like lighten it up a little bit but it's just like you took the most like not light moment like thing and tried Mm -hmm. to make it a light moment it's just like that's not a light moment yeah it's a joke (laughs) that aunt may even makes in the movie saying that like she's i mean and she's doing a fundraiser and helping people get like her own version of helping people that came back but it's treated as a gag like she's up there on stage joking about how she got blipped back and there's a family living in her house and they're freaking out and everyone's laughing and uh but that's the extent that far from home does with it and we're getting the other stuff that's showing uh, things did not turn out super great and man that makes far from home make even less sense like that they're going on this school trip when the whole world is still like in turmoil oh the big joke in the movie is how uh half the school has uh the school has to restart uh the school year yeah that's just a common complaint in that film in the film saying oh i have to restart or people joking about how oh my brother came back and now i'm older than him yeah that's whack yo well, but, like, even just the fact that they're traveling to, like, Italy or wherever they go. Oh, like, yeah. And the thing when, is, like, the there's terrorists. Fine. Like, it makes zero sense. No, the world is totally fine. Trip. Spider-Man's <laughs> jumping all over the place. And the thing was, is we saw what New York looked like. 
yeah. after and granted six months pass i mean even after 9-11 six months after 9-11 it was it things got better to an extent yeah. i should say yes. but you know the world doesn't look different in far from home mm-hmm. like everything looks the same and we're only getting a couple jokey conversations about how things happen i th- always thought that jumping sit five years and then fixing everything with the world in five years was going to cause some problems with the MCU. And yeah. to an extent, it does. Like, I'm still not sure how I feel about that jump. Like, I still get pretty choked up seeing scenes in Endgame where uh, Scott shows back up. Yeah, I was just gonna, that's the worst scene. It's so sad. It's depressing. <laughs> and or <sighs> just the entire scene of Steve Rogers with a support group and... You see what New yeah. York looked like at five years. Like boats have all surrounded the Statue of Liberty. People, as cars are surrounding stadium stuff. It kind of yeah. seems like people are living in the stadium. Yeah. Uh, you see Scott Lang's uh, ex-wife's neighborhood and garbage is just piling up because people aren't doing anything. That seemed yeah. a little weird. After five years, like neighborhoods have turned into trash. That's a little unusual. Yeah. But yeah. You got a vibe of it, and then you're and we're getting a little off topic, but that's fine. <laughs> you show Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and this is five years later. People have come back. It's six years. It's six months after that. Yeah, and we get a really good showing that things are just not good. A terrorist organization that uh, is probably the best portrayal of a terrorist organization for me in fiction because hmm. one man's terrorist group is another man's uh patriot freedom. yeah i mean because so yeah the flag smashers are basically robin hood they like, are they're very much i mean their name yeah. is flag smashers they want to tear down the organizations the problem is is much like most things they mm-hmm. go too far they do kill people and they are yeah. accepting that killing innocent people is fine for their cause well, it seems like the only person who's really accepting that is is Carly, the leader, and everyone She's else seems like really a, uncomfortable. But yeah, her group shows like there's a lot of good acting in this, and there's a lot of there is, good yeah. acting from her group where mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. they are like, "Are you sure we should be doing this?" And she's yeah. conflicted too, and it takes a lot for her to finally say, "We're doing this." And yeah, but yeah, this is a show that a lot of emphasis is given and a lot of screen time is given to this character mm-hmm. because Sam Wilson doesn't disagree with her views. He disagrees yeah. with her actions, but he yeah. supports her views. And the final episode very hits that home where, yeah. you know, he, he says, you're calling these people terrorists, but the rest of the world isn't. Yeah, well, and they did a good job, too, I think, of showing how, like, why Sam agrees with them, because um, especially in this, what, the second episode, so he goes home, uh, sees his sister who's selling, like, the family boat, which uh, I'm assuming that they're, like, fishermen of some sort. Um, yes. And, and so, well, and the thing is, like, the boat just doesn't work, and he wants to get a loan to fix it up. So she and his sister's like, yeah, I've tried that. They're not giving it to me. And so he's like, well, let me go try. And it's it like it comes down to like, so what have you been doing for the last five years? He's like, I, I was I was gone. I wasn't alive. I, I hate like, oh. that they're not referring to everybody's dead. Yeah. Or there's even people who don't even seem to understand what happened to him. That whole right. scene pissed me off because that bank, uh, that the banker. Yeah. Yeah. I, or I whatever. Know, a loan officer. officer. Yeah. Um 
was kind of just like one, he's a big fan of him. He's all he's all like uh yeah, he he's, he's all gushy over him, yeah. but then he won't do it. But yeah, they're kind of acting like so you were just gone. No, I disappeared. I died. Yeah. Like and, and I'm just like, just say you died, dude, because you get you did. You guys yeah. like half the world died. He's one of these people, and you're saying a bank won't help him. Also, find it a little hard to believe that their business would be falling apart so much. Half the world dies. And even if fish life die, fish can reproduce a lot faster than people. Huh. I'm pretty sure a boating comp, uh, like a fisherman's, uh, a fisherman boat would probably do very well. Yeah, I mean, I would kind of think so. Fish can grow back pretty, fish reproduce pretty quickly, and with half of the world dead, I mean, we already saw that like whales were already starting to become unextinct and things like that and stuff mm, and end game yeah, things. Yeah. It's like I'm pretty sure that your business would probably be super successful. Yeah, well, I feel like it was really vague what the business even was. Like, what are they fishing for? It's a shrimp boat. It's a Bubba Gump shrimp boat. Yeah, I mean, are they shrimping? Are they fishing? Like, what? No, they're fishing, but it's kind of, that's what I mean by that. Are they giving tours? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of weird, but yeah, it's one of those things. But Sam does kind of take some jabs at his sister, saying that she kind of also ran the business into the ground. Yeah, and her only he does talk like, about that a little bit that he does blame her for. She blames yeah. him for leaving. I mean, he joined yeah. the army and he became a freaking superhero who fought, you know, powerful supervillains and terrorists. Taking on a job but doesn't pay. He does take some jabs that she kind of, she kind of destroyed. She kind of ruined the business. <laughs> yeah, and it was interesting because initially I didn't care for her as a character. Like I, I don't know, like I didn't feel like that was going anywhere. It, um, it, 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 anyway it really did yeah but the the thing is, is I, I mean i kind of realized later is like that what they were doing was trying to show why sam agrees with the flag smashers because like life sucks for him too because of life the blip sucks. life sucks for him because he is a black man and which they also drive that point home very they do and well, you know yeah. what I can see people maybe being critical of this i kind of stayed away from social media for this because i yeah. If I, I mean, some people probably would argue this is what's going on in the real world. I don't want to see this thing. But you know what? Yeah. I'll say it right now for the bullshit make believe messages that people con- constantly did and continue to make out of that Black Panther movie. Yeah. This show does so much more oh, yeah. for African-American awareness and yeah. situations than that movie did because people made that crap up in that film. And this actually flat out addresses, I am a black man carrying this shield around. People hate me instantly for doing that. Yeah. Like, and I actually really appreciated that kind of stuff where this movie just said this uh, movie, I shouldn't say, well, people have argued this is just a six hour movie, but this show really deals with these issues and I think handles it so much better. Well, yeah, it's um, well, and the thing about this, too, is like it's it's looking at the the that um, that the I don't know, that narrative in society, whatever. I don't know what you want to call it, but like it, it it's focusing on the American version, like version of it, I suppose. Whereas like yes. Black Panther, it's like, it, sure, it's in Africa. Yeah, it's a made up country. It's a made up history. But there's a lot of like a, um, African culture 
about it. Like it's in there and it's injected into the story. So I can kind of see where they're getting at with saying, learning about heritage. But at the same time, I feel like it's way too fantastical to actually it's be heritage. way too fantastical with those, but, with those cartoon rhinos. Yes. Uh, and, and I get that. You know, huffing, uh, huffing vibranium for superpowers. Yeah. But, um, I think the thing, Oh, that is what they were doing. Um, I, th- <laughs> I think the thing is, is like, I can see the excitement though, to have like a, a major motion picture, like blockbuster film being made. That's a hundred percent focused on the black community. But I, I do think, I mean, especially as Americans, uh, this show did a better job of highlighting the at least uh, the the Western um, American, maybe even yes, kind of tying of, in. Yes, I think. But it like they, they did the, a better job. Like I, I can relate to this more, I guess, as a white man, um, which I'm not saying that that was even the point. But I'm I guess what I'm getting out of is I'm hoping that then there are white people who have trouble connecting with that being able to watch this and find a way to connect with it. And yeah. And uh, I, yeah. And I mean, there's always going to be those issues where, you know, it's, it's not untrue. The issues with that, the, uh, it's so hard to actually phrase this. We're keeping yeah. this in. We're going to keep this in. I want to talk about this. Um, there is, uh, there is problems with, giving representation positive representation and giving african-americans their their just desserts Mm -hmm. like what i'm trying to say is there is issues with that like i there are problems nowadays with that Mm -hmm. and i think this is a show that really is a positive uh role model for african community the african-american community yeah show ends with sam being captain america Right. And he gave a really good speech. A great speech. Um, like it. I said, this last episode's really Fantastic good. Episode. I don't hate the show. I just didn't like the story. But there are so yeah. many little things in there and big things, too, that are really good. And that whole last episode with Sam as Captain America giving a speech about the prejudiceness, the injustice that is handled toward African-Americans is yeah. true, even if this is a superhero story right. and is good. Yeah. And um, and I think that kind of leads into or kind of what we were talking about just now. Um, but the whole concept of the the black Captain America that has already been Captain America. Oh, Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley. Bradley. He's in my highlights. I was wondering so, when we were to get on. Him, okay. I so, love I mean, the idea of Isaiah Bradley. Yes. And I was I did not know who he was. I was ecstatic, I guess, to find out about him. Um, it, age up, actually. Yeah. But I think what I enjoyed the most about that particular character being in this is that he hi- like they highlighted kind of the maybe do du- i don't know if it's a duplicity but like so you got sam and then you have isaiah they both effectively are captain america isaiah bradley was captain america back in the like after uh steve rogers disappears i don't think he was uh, ever captain america he was just a super soldier okay well i think in the i thought in the comics he what technically was he, oh okay i was i was meaning the show yes in, in the, the show comics, they never say he was captain america he was no, a super he, soldier though he was and a he, captain america during the uh gosh what was he uh during world war Two. oh he was during world war Two. he was like a covert captain america okay. i guess and then so 
the thing though is, is so he's become bitter and because of what happened to him, they did tests on him. They put him in prison. Uh, he basically did the exact same things that Steve Rogers did where like, they told him like, Hey, don't, don't go and save those people. We're going to go bomb it tomorrow. And so captain America went in and saved the people and brought them back. And he was a hero. Isaiah Bradley in a different situation, same situation, different situation went and saved people, brought them back. And then they put him in prison. Well, <laughs> It's, and it was a bit of a different situation because they wanted to kill the super soldiers that he saved because they're like sketchy at, well, evidence. Like they yes. didn't want anyone. So I guess he, he was preserving evidence, AKA people that they wanted to kill. Um, yes. and like so Isaiah was, was the only successful super soldier. And yes, I, I, they never say this, but I'm pretty sure Isaiah is a, uh, a, a victim of the Tuskegee experiments. That would make sense. I oh, think that's so what it was. I mean, I know a lot about the Tuskegee experiments. Tuskegee, yeah, the, I, 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 uh, I researched a lot of this when I was younger, and yeah. uh, I, I was getting a lot of Tuskegee experiment vibes out of Isaiah because he says, yeah, like, Steve Rogers was chosen to be Captain America. Yeah. He was uh, hand-chosen. He was part of a program to create a super soldier. He was picked because he was the best. Mm-hmm. Isaiah enlisted in the Army. I think it was Korean War. And... He was given shots. He was giving uh, vaccines, which is and the Tuskegee told experiments, it was for yeah. polio or for uh, all these different things. And everyone was getting sick and dying, and he didn't. And mm-hmm. then it was found out he was getting injected with these terrible concoctions that ended up turning him into a super soldier. Yeah, and he sent him on not black ops missions, but unknown missions to deal with things where yeah. he even fought Bucky as the yeah. winter soldier and defeated him and ripped off his arm. And mm-hmm. yeah, Isaiah, yeah, same situation as Steve soldiers captured his friends, his brothers. Uh, he wanted to save them. I think he only saved like what one of them maybe. Uh, yeah. But yeah. this was also during a time when the world was ran by Hydra. And yeah. so after oh. he did a successful th- a mission that he wasn't supposed to do, but he succeeded Hydra capture Hydra, pretending to be America, uh, the U S army captured mm-hmm. him and experimented on him for 30 years yeah. until he, sn- he escaped because and he's been helping him. Yeah. Yeah. He lived in hiding for, he's been living in hiding for, Oh God, I think, Ever since. uh, <laughs> yeah, probably 40 years or something like that. Cause he has a grandson. Mm-hmm. But, and it's interesting that you say that you think it was the Tuskegee experiments, which makes a lot of sense because, with the what the pandemic going on, uh, there's a lot of talk on NPR, at least, about uh, black communities not wanting to take the vaccine, like in real life, uh, because of things like the Tuskegee experiments and among other things, just that just horrible things that we've as a, as a country have done to black people, uh, like giving them things, saying that there are other things, doing tests without telling them that yeah. there's actually there's like a huge part of the black community that doesn't want to take this this vaccine because of things like that. And that's the attitude then that Isaiah Bradley has in this show where he's just like America, like, you know, we, we keep, you know, you talk about the American dream, you talk about America being great, but in my experience, it is not like, this is a horrible place for me to be living in. And I'm not going to support that. And he he flat out tells Sam, like there's, they're never going to let you be captain America. And why would, why would you want to be because of the things they've done to us? 
And yeah. so I, I think I, I enjoyed that they brought that into the show. They did such a great job with that character doing it the way that they did it. And especially now that you say that he was probably the Tuskegee experiments like the that that's uh, I, I think that's fantastic, I guess. I don't know. But um, and then it was a great juxtaposition with then Sam with just the polar other end like you know, you trailblazed this for me. Like, why wouldn't I become Captain America because of the steps and the sacrifices that you made? Like trying to further, I guess, um, or make things better. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I, I like, I like that. We saw both arguments. Um, and I found it interesting too, that Isaiah didn't even at the end, he didn't even necessarily change his mind. He's just like, this is what you chose to do. That's great for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah one of the um, best scenes in the show outside of sam's speech is probably mm-hmm. the ending where he uh sam pulled some strings and gave yeah. isaiah bradley his own section at the smithsonian next yep. to steve rogers yeah. and was, i was bawling during that was that a great scene. scene yeah uh i'm sure they didn't include the experiments and in and 30 yeah. years prison in his section <laughs> 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 I, yeah, I find it so hard I to believe how that. they worded that board right there that, like that has like a couple paragraphs about him like what's that say yeah i, I kind of had to look and put on my like little funny glasses and seriousness to like looking at that and going oh man i hope his eyesight's not super good because i imagine all those paragraphs about him are lies yeah <laughs> i don't care how progressive this war uh, the mcu is getting they're not going to bring up that shit. <laughs> that yeah, stuff's that... not going to be on a plaque. Nope, nope. <laughs> Just like how I, I'm pretty sure America is also like, so is our entire military history a lie since Hydra ran it? Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's always been a problem with the MCU. Hydra and the MCU is always kind of something you have to put on stupid glasses to accept. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, yeah, that I say is really good. Um, <laughs> Uh, you want to talk about Bucky? About what about Bucky? What about Bucky? <laughs> I, I well, I don't know. Like, I guess um, I really enjoyed his like just hit that story arc. I'm glad that they finally gave him um, closure. I guess. Very uh, nice. And the thing that I guess this show really made me feel like uh, Sebastian Stan is a really good actor. Stan's a great actor. He's wonderful. Um, Hot tub time machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that. Um, but I don't know. Like, so in the, what was it, the first, maybe second episode when he's hanging out with that, uh, the, oh, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, and I, I don't even know what country he's from. Uh, the Asian guy though. Uh, he's hanging out just with this really elderly Asian guy. And you just, you have no idea why, uh, other than like, just like Bucky's a nice guy. I, I kind of assumed it was, it well, I, I assume it had something to do with the war, or, you know, just the fact that Bucky is so old, like, he just wanted another person he could talk to about old man stuff, I guess. I, I don't so know. Too. Shoot, dude, I'm not going to lie. I thought he was one of the I thought originally that was one of like the, the surviving howling commando, the Asian. Oh, dude. yeah. that would I thought that too. was him until they started actually divulging more into him because I, I mean, granted, his grandson is Peter Parker's principal in the Spider-Man yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. But I seriously thought that maybe they were going to connect that and he was 
him. Granted, the yeah. story gets a little more deep. He can't be because yeah. he fucking killed his son. But I honestly, when they first showed him and stuff like that, I had the I had the thoughts that maybe he was uh, uh, one of the Howling Commandos. Yeah, yeah. I, that dude would be like, oh god, very, like 120 years old. Yeah, it's <laughs> the shoot. I have to squint my eyes with. Uh, looking and making looking at Boba Fett being played by a 60 year old man when he's actually like, like 40. So yeah. whatever. But, uh, yeah. But the thing though with Bucky, like, uh, yeah, he's hanging out with that guy and then they show that he killed that guy's son as winter soldier. And yeah. then like, a, a, like the next episode, you find out that he's making amends, yeah. uh, and a, basically either ruining people's careers that he promoted as the winter soldier, or he's apologizing to people, for what he did to the, their family, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you immediately, like all of a sudden you're just like, Oh, he needs yeah. to go apologize to that nice old man. <laughs> and yes. Uh, and it doesn't come back until the final episode where he yeah. confesses it to Yuri. Yeah. But they don't I would show have liked it. to have seen that conversation. Uh, I was so mad because like, he basically, yeah, he just says like, I killed your son. And then he just says, Why? I was expecting him to put a gun on the table or to like start hitting him or something, but it's he already just, killed himself. He killed himself later for that. I don't know, but it's it, so heartbreaking. Me, he does that. I mean, they didn't go so far as fiction where Bucky goes and sits next to him at the bar. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah. Cause they show him at the bar later. Um, yes. I was really glad that that didn't happen. Um, but it was nice. I mean, so th- basically they showed him at the bar, like, cause he was smiling and talking to the waitress. Yeah. So uh, I guess he I mean, just it's needed showing, It's showing that he, that, that like now the dad has culture, this, the old man does. And, and then it showed that Bucky was happy about it and, yes. and, moved on. and so that was, that was nice, I guess. But like, it would have been nice to have gotten that conversation. <laughs> it's just like, they, they kind of built up to that so much and then didn't show it. But I don't know. Other than that, like everything with Bucky, uh, I felt like his growth was very believable. And I guess, and like, that's why I said, I liked the story. Like I liked the character growth. They did it in a way, but even between him and Sam, like their friendship, like it made sense as the story went. Like I didn't feel like they were shoehorning in anything or like make like just forcing like Bucky's better now. Okay. Like it felt like, yeah, he's better now. Like this makes did sense. Did you catch, did you catch the Easter egg in the first episode with Bucky? Oh, Bucky Easter egg. What was his book? No. Well, it's, it's, it's Steve's book. Well, yeah. Um, no. Uh, Bucky keeps waking up on the floor of his apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and then he. Well, did you catch what that is? The floor of his apartment. Oh, well, I mean, that's just a common thing for soldiers. I thought. It it calls back. Yes, it calls back to Winter Soldier. It's uh, when Sam first meets Steve, and he mm. uh, as they're leaving, he says, "It's your bed, right?" And he goes, and St- Sam goes, "What?" And he's like, "You've been sleeping on your floor because you can't sleep in your bed." And yeah. he's like, you can't sleep in your bed because he says it's something like it feels like you're laying on marshmallows, like you can't you're not grounded. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a nice little thing that even though Bucky is pretty messed up mentally, mm-hmm. uh, I wish they would stop calling him a robot, though, or uh, like a robot brain and shit like that. I, yeah. That which, annoying. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Bucky is constantly sleeping on his floor, like yeah. showing that he's not 
kind of even okay with that kind of stuff. I thought that was a nice little touch well, because it's the, a conversation Sam and Steve had about how yeah. they sleep on their floors. And it was interesting too. Uh, I, I saw somebody point this out on the internet somewhere, but um, so like he keeps having the nightmares basically. And uh, uh, because he kills, he had killed people. And then there's the scene where he, he finally confronts Zemo, which is a, Another thing I want to talk about, just the whole Zemo. Zemo's thing. very highlighted. I have um, a question about him and Bucky. Yeah, but well, but anyway, there's a scene where he, the Zemo escapes, and Bucky knows exactly where to find him. It's at the memorial in Sokovia, uh, and he brings up a gun to sh- to to kill Zemo, which you realize, uh, I think Zemo makes the remark, like I uh, I already took the liberty of crossing my name off in your book. I had that. I had this also. What? Why was he in in Bucky's book? Um, why was Bucky? Why, why was Zemo was on Bucky's he? list of people to make amends to? Was Bucky because Bucky wasn't in Age of Ultron, like he wouldn't he have been part of this. Nothing to do, stuff. and he was a pawn. Bucky was a pawn of Zemo in uh, Civil War. That's a he really never. Good point. Bucky didn't do anything to Zemo. <laughs> no. Like he didn't do anything negative impacting Zemo. Used him as a puppet throughout that. So I honestly wanted to, to think n- about that. Yeah. I huh. kept asking myself, why did you? Because he says, I'd cussed my name off your book. And I was like, yeah. why was his, Why was your name in his book to to fix things with? Like, yeah. Bucky's been pretty, like, like you, you were a tool to him. Like, you yeah. used him. But Zemo didn't do any, like, Bucky didn't do anything to Zemo. I, yeah. I'm very confused by that whole, huh. that whole exchange. Yeah. Well, anyway, my point being <laughs> that he went to pull the trigger then and he didn't load the gun, basically. And so he didn't kill Zemo. And then he handed Zemo off to the Wakandans who took him to the raft. But then he went to Sam's house and helped yeah. him fix the boat. And then that night, Sam had him spend the night at his house. And he act- And so then the next morning, he clearly had a good night of sleep. He woke up naturally. He didn't have any bad dreams. And he looks over at the kids playing with the shield and he's smiling. So it's it's illustrating that like he didn't like he chose not to take a life and to kind of move on. Uh, and in doing so, he's like able he was able to kind of bring a little bit of peace into his life, mm-hmm. which I found. I, I don't I didn't notice, I guess, that string of events. But I found that very interesting, I guess. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. But I mean, and I don't know how much cause and effect that actually is, but it, it also like is illustrating like he I mean, he slept on the couch, not the floor. He was able to wake up naturally, not having bad dreams and being able to like have like a peaceful moment in his life. And that's really all like I feel like what this show is really highlighting for Bucky, especially is just like he's able to find peace. Like there are several moments throughout the show where he's like building up and slowly finding more and more peace until the very end when he just seems very happy he's finally kind of comfortable enough that he's not wearing long sleeves anymore like in that last scene at like the block party like he's even like having kids hanging onto his arm oh that's like, right yeah like he's comfortable in his own skin oh yeah because he's wearing gloves and yeah he always wears show. he always wears gloves and long sleeves he's always covering up his arm um, yeah i always thought that was maybe that was because of not wanting to flaunt like like not wanting people, people to ask like him about guy. it but i guess maybe he yeah. would be ashamed he's ashamed of it well, there's that. And I found it interesting, too, that like nobody seems to know who he is like uh, like Cap- yeah. like Steve Rogers, I feel like. And even Sam, like he like he's out and about and people recognize him like, oh, you're you're the Falcon. 
Um, I guess like, maybe the Winter Soldier. Well, the Winter Soldier was a ghost, essentially. Yeah. Well, so I guess he was he was a legend. Yeah, and he, yeah, so people probably know who he is. They just don't know what he looks like. But I would say they probably don't know who he is either. Like even also, the Winter Soldier was supposed to be like something that no one knew about. Yeah, but so he I, I don't. I think even. Uh, in, fought in uh in the in the uh whatever against thanos like he should be famous because he fought with the avengers you'd oh, think 500 people there's 500 superheroes fighting <laughs> yeah so, sure <laughs> I, yeah i guess nobody would know who the winter soldier is uh yeah because i don't even know if nick fury knew who the winter soldier was um uh, he should because uh, I don't think I don't even know if Nick Fury does. To be honest with you, because even though Fury is quote unquote dead and in, in, in this in the Winter Soldier until he's revealed not to be, yeah. he finds out about the Steve finds out about the Winter Soldier through mm-hmm. Natasha, who mm-hmm. treats him as a legend, even though she was shot by him and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. And so and she was Russian at that time, which says something, considering that apparently, uh, even though he's controlled by Hydra, he was also controlled by Russia. Yeah. But uh, well, in the comics wasn't it, it was Russia. It wasn't it Hydra. was totally Russia. Yeah. And yeah. but yeah, I think it's kind of supposed to emulate that he is this like legend. Yeah, that's a good point. So I think nobody would know who he is. That's why he like fully doesn't mind even saying that chick asks him, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 120 years old. Yeah. And uh, she laughs and stuff. But uh, I don't think anybody actually knows who Bucky is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he got a pardon from the government, which is nice. Um, But yeah, I think it's mainly down to, yeah, nobody just knows who he is because he's not an Avenger. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, no, I'm going to redact everything I just said because (laughs) he was because he was the world's most wanted criminal in uh, Civil War. Oh, yeah. So everyone. There's that. Okay, never mind. His face is plastered on all the news. Yeah. On every newspaper. Never mind. (laughs) Well, they wouldn't know him as the Winter Soldier because I think they were just calling him. Well, no, were they calling him Winter Soldier? I don't remember. I, I need to rewatch that movie. I think they were just calling him Winter Soldier. I think maybe his name wasn't even uh, yeah. probably publicly known. But maybe Bucky, maybe it's because he cut his hair. Yeah. Maybe no him cause he I cut thought that was weird that they cut his hair. I kind of like Bucky with long wig. hair. What? I like Bucky with long hair. Oh, yeah, me too. I like him but... with long hair and a five o'clock shadow. I liked his outfit in this show. It was a modern version of Bucky Barnes from yeah. uh, a cat from from World War Two. Yep. But, oh, man, the uh, the Winter Soldier costumes really cool. Did he have like in the flashbacks? No, but like his costume that he had, like in in the Winter Soldier and in Civil War and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool looking outfit. The Winter Soldier mm-hmm. costume's just neat looking. It is. Yeah, I kind of like the silver arm more than the black arm, but. So do I? I actually miss the and even though it had it in this show, it wasn't emphasized very much. I do like the dark arm with the gold accents throughout it. Yeah, I get that. I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I just I wish he still so, had the star on his arm. I think it just looks more. I like the classic look more. I do. I, too. I like that. I mean, yeah. this is that we're, we're discussing Bucky Barnes, a character that was the shit version of Robin in the Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Choke. And the uh, the creators of the Winter Soldier did such great work bringing Bucky. Back. It's kind Which, of baffling to think that Bucky was actually gone for like 40 years in comic books that nobody brought him back in comics. Yeah. And thousand 
four. Who was it? Uh, who brought him back in the comics? I can't think. Uh, uh, let me look it up real quick. Uh, because it, uh, Ed Newmeyer? No. Wait. Let me see. Uh, I feel like I, I, well, I, I was reading um, on Twitter the the one of the guys who created Winter Soldier was tweeting about uh, how uh, he actually hates this show. Like he said, it makes him sick Ed to his Brubaker. stomach. I was yeah, yeah, I think it was Ed. Uh, Ed Brubaker is that what you said? He Brubaker. He was in the Winter Soldier. Yes. So the the thing is, is I guess like um, Marvel or Disney is like really snubbing him because um so he went to the premiere of the Winter Soldier like the movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had to sit in the second theater. Like he didn't get to sit like in the main big theater with like everybody. Um, and then at the after party, I guess Kevin Feige didn't put his name on the list to get in. Uh, and so he had to call Sebastian Stan. Uh, cause like Kevin Feige's, uh, like assistant wouldn't even like give him the time of day. And so he had to call, he like texted or called Sebastian Stan to get into like the after party. And I guess like what made him Was even this like, for a winter soldier, I believe so. Okay. And I, I think what made him the most upset was that the, the, like the Kevin Feige's assistant was just letting in like bloggers into the party. Influencers, influencers, yeah. they're but the important not, people but not the creator of winter soldier. And he said that he has gotten more money, which I think he, uh, he, Oh, he declined a thank you, I think, because like, just because of all that. Um, uh, and he said he gets more money from, uh, SAG money, uh, from being, uh, in the movie. Yeah. From his cameo is one of, so he gets more money from that than he has ever gotten from the movie or from the movie. Or his, uh, his, any oh, writing from the comics. comics. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he but, doesn't. Even though he created the Winter Soldier, he didn't create Bucky Barnes, so I bet yeah. he doesn't get a lot of residuals. Well, he and very little of anything. The thing is, is like, I mean, part of it is like you did work for Marvel. You don't own the character. No. Like Marvel owns the character. That's that's the you problem. Get a, you get residuals for creating it, but you just don't get ownership. Yeah, but like, like I guess Liefeld is a millionaire because of Deadpool because Marvel's done. Uh, Liefeld's history with Marvel is so sketchy, but he's he's living off of Deadpool money. And I didn't know this. Lee had to explain this to me that you don't you get you get a creator credit, but mm-hmm. you don't own it. You get money for it though. But okay. Now I think with Brubaker is he's. It's the same problem that uh, Todd McFarlane has with Venom, because mm-hmm. I don't think McFarlane gets really anything from Marvel for creating Venom because the alien suit already existed and Eddie Brock already existed. Oh, yeah. So I think that's probably what it falls under, which is, is it, uh, I'm not defending it. I'm just explaining it. Is yeah, that yeah. right? No, no. And that is why a lot of people do their own creator own stuff. And yeah there it wins or it succeeds or fails yeah. uh it's because they own their create their creation that we we did an entire podcast about image that's the whole reason yeah. image was created was because these guys were not satisfied with what they were getting for creating all these characters because they were yeah. not getting ownership and yeah i i would 100 percent probably think that that's probably the problem with brubakers is that yeah he did he, he may have created the winter soldier persona but the important per- thing is the person that's behind that mask, which is Buck. Yeah. Yeah. Forties. So anyway, um, we can move on. I feel like we're 
needing to probably to kind of keep it up. But um, oh yeah, hour and a half. Okay, so well, we 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 kind of spent the first twenty minutes bullshitting. So yeah. So what um, what were your favorite characters? I guess Isaiah, uh, Isaiah, yeah. Bucky, and Sam mainly. I think yeah. that's that's about yeah. it. Uh, I would have liked to have put another character on there, but I felt that character was such a disappointment. Zemo. Yes. Oh, actually, I wanted before we move on to I guess the people, the disappointments. Oh, Carly, uh, I like Carly too, actually. Carly, the Who flag smasher leader. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I actually liked her. Uh, her character yeah. kind of messed up in ways, but I actually, mm-hmm. I really liked that actress. She was the she was a character in Solo, and she had a she was great in Solo. It was her first thing ever. She and, was the same uh, character. She was the leader. Yeah, she kind of is. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and so I. I, I liked that actress a lot. Mm-hmm. I very much looking forward to seeing what she would do next. And of course, mm-hmm. Disney kept her around and made her the sort of main villain of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she did a very good job. So I actually did like Carly. I liked her complex story a lot, even though it was yes. a little too complex in places. Yeah. Well, I just feel like they left out a lot. Like they could have just, they could have done better to explain uh, things about her. I feel like, I don't yes. know. I think a better backstory. Yeah. Backstory yeah. Is, it's there and then it's gone instantly. Yeah. Like it, it reminded me of black Panther. Like just that it's a, it's another villain that has nothing going on. Nope. Like I'm just evil because I'm mad at the world. Yep. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, the backstory is <laughs> not very good per se. It, it, like I said, it's there and it's gone. It, and well, it's and not it, her background, unfortunately. And, and it she, should be. The problem, too, I think I felt like it was just like, what is your plan? Like, I still I still don't know what your plan is. And like and it, the plot keeps moving, but like, I still don't know what your plan is. And then eventually yeah. they're kidnapping people. It's just like, but what's your plan? Like, you're stopping a vote. Why? What's what? That was my beef with this show. It's like I said, it felt directionless at points because yeah. even though there was a big finale. I still didn't really understand what the goal was for them. Yeah, Just, yeah. Like they wanted to kill the leaders of this, this program that's helping people, yeah. like helping people and not helping people in a way. Right. Uh, but it's like, I'm sorry. I got to live, put on my real world helmet sometimes and go, you can kill these guys. They're just going to be replaced. Yeah. Like, you can take down right. the leaders of this organization, this government funded organization, but they're just going to be replaced with other people. Different senators will step up. But they're, they're what a democracy is. Nobody's um, nobody's in there forever. Yeah. But um, the other character that I was excited to see, and I'm disappointed that he was only in like two, three episodes, uh, was Batrock the Leaper, um, played by GSP. <laughs> oh, I was, I was so excited to, to see back. him. Dexter really fight. likes George St. Pierre and Batrock. Uh, GSP is the best, man. And Batrock, I liked Batrock before it was GSP, like in the comics. Uh, he's just such a funny, stupid villain. Like he's like he's just a dumb villain for like just to kind of annoy Captain America, really. And and that's yes. really what he does in the movies too. But like the fact that it's GSP is just it just makes me happy. Are um, you shocked that they just straight up killed him so uncharismatically? That made me mad. <laughs> that was like a blink and you'll miss it moment. Yeah, which I mean, I don't know. Like the character was being stupid, but like they still could have like just shot him in the knees or something. I don't know. I, I would have been more satisfied if he was just in the first episode and not came back later yeah, on. I think I would have been okay with that. I, I was just happy to see him, and then they could have yes, used him I was more. Too. Oh well, whatever. I was. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy they brought him back at least for one more thing. But um, so what? 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 Uh. 
what are your least favorite characters? Like we both agree Zemo is underwhelming. Zemo is in the show for like I think four episodes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he's in. Well, he's in three episodes, and then he's got like an ending scene in the in the second yeah. episode where they're like we're gonna break him out. But he felt like he just wasn't there because he just didn't. It didn't feel like he did anything. Well, and he it, he wasn't the same character. Like he had a completely no, different, he's a completely different character. This is a guy whose family was killed during Ultron's attack on Sokovia. And his he was a special ops uh, soldier, and like he was ba- he was black ops essentially for Sokovia's military, and his family was killed, so and so then he he had military experience and everything. Yeah. So he I mean he's the guy behind Civil War, and people didn't like him in Civil War. They felt he was such a deviation from the character. I and yeah, so I, I wonder if they're trying to bring like him that. back to the comic character. I don't know. Yeah, they tried to bring him back, and he plays like. Oh God, he plays like Bruce Wayne essentially. Just he's a he's a Baron. They gave him his title of Baron, and he's apparently one of the richest people in Europe. Which I was like, Sokovia is a third world country, but okay. And he, they very much were very uh, promoting the fact that he was gonna look like the comic. He was gonna wear his mask, and one he wore that mask maybe. for one minute. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> which and I read in an interview. They specifically wrote that scene so to give him a reason. Yeah, and I still don't know what that mask was. uh, I read somewhere that it's like it's supposed to be like a family mask. Is like, what does that mean? I would guess that it. Whatever fan fiction people want to write for it. Whatever. It was a rubber Halloween mask that was on the dashboard of one of his Rolls Royces, and I just was like, oh, it's made of rubber. Okay. Yeah, that's hard to breathe, and that's gonna stink. I liked the better. Like, I I wish that they just made it like that. That was his what he wore when he was doing black ops. Like that would make enough sense to me. He and had a like, lot of it, chances to wear this too. I was right. really disappointed. It was in one yes. scene where he put it on, he shot a, like a, something that blew up and then he never yeah. wore it again. And he's in a, quite a couple more action scenes. And yeah. I would have appreciated, like, I don't know why he didn't wear it when they were in Madripoor. I don't know why he didn't wear it when he was well, also, stuff. but even okay. though he's underwhelming, he's a character that's not wrong. His goal in this show was to assist uh bucky and sam but his secret goal is to wipe out any way uh, wipe out the ability to create super soldiers because he doesn't he hates superheroes because of what they do to his family and his goal is just get rid of them and he also just wants to kill i think like especially the flag smashers because of how they're using the serum um and I, I was like, man, he's not taking it. He just really doesn't believe that people should have powers of gods, yeah. essentially. Yeah, I, I actually like that scene a lot. I was just like, oh, no, they're going to have him take it, aren't they? The scene where he uh, where she drops him and then he just starts stomping them. I'm like, OK, I, that that plays into the character, at least. Yeah. Um, yes. And, and so, then it made sense that that's how uh, we I guess we didn't get to that point part, but that's how um, John Walker then gets access to the serum, takes it and he becomes a super soldier. We have unintentionally been skirting around John Walker, but it's not. I, oh, we just haven't we, gotten to talk about him yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Let's finish talking about things you didn't like, because I don't know. John Walker, I liked and didn't like him. He did. He, he I'm neutral. There. Yeah. I so think that the point of his entire character is you're just he's 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 just wallpaper. He's there. Yeah. And even I, though they emphasize him, he's just there. 
Yeah, and um, I, I think I have one more gripe character to bring up, and then we can talk about him. I think, but um, oh, are we gonna talk? Are we talking about uh, War Machine's cameo? No. <laughs> okay. That are we gonna talk about? Are, are you wanting to talk about the Butler? Yeah, the Butler was awkward too. I guess. Um, <laughs> are no, we talking about the talk. senator? Uh, yeah. Oh, I. I We're did. talking about Agent Sharon Carter and the bastardization of her character in this show. Oh, it's horrible. It was well, then, terrible. Then, and Dexter is. called it. We've discussed this show after the podcast, and de- like two to four weeks ago, Dexter just flat out says to me, "I think she's the power broker." Yeah. But Dexter even like, said, "But that would be too stupid." Right. Like <laughs> I, I, I was hoping so much that she, like, like the. In my opinion, back like so when I said that, like the only way they could actually be do well with this is if she's just like a general of the power broker, or she's what the I power wish broker. she wants world domination. What I really wish they had done was that she was still working for like Nick Fury secretly and was like <sighs> undercover working for the power broker. But no, bad guys organized so she could wipe them out or something to make just the world better. No. That's horrible. She wants world domination. Like her goal literally is to take over the world. And And I'm like, fudge, this is so stupid. Like, I'm not joking. Dexter literally said after a podcast, I think she's the power broker, but that's so stupid. And then at the very end, when they when they pardon her, and they even give her a job back at, well, I guess it's not S.H.I.E.L.D., CIA or something. Yeah, she's a um, CIA agent after S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's uh, just like, and then she like calls some random person. Oh, is like, goons or something. Yeah, it's like, it's okay that we don't have the super soldiers anymore because now we have something better. The it's like CIA the access, secrets. The access to all this, all of America's secrets. It's just like, ugh, okay. Oh my like, God, what is this? Are they going to even... Coleman? this is what? so bad i'm just like oh man they ruined her they ruined the character yeah. Sharon Carter. But also, i wish they would have just put her scenes in endgame instead yeah she but, had but, scenes in endgame i don't know if they filmed them but they were scripted uh, she was with steve rogers for five years like she did come back to america and they were living together but they abandoned all of that so steve could be with peggy oh I the Peggy thing with Endgame has always been a little weird that Steve has never let go of Peggy. Yeah, it works. But if you you think too hard of it, it may not work. I think for anyone who just likes those the MCU, it does work. But they wanted to give him a stupid happy ending and give make a reason for him to become old. Yes, which kind of sucks when you think about how him and Sharon were working to get were working out so well, especially in Civil War when they kissed and stuff like that. Like that stuff really and there's some continuity errors with sharon carter as the power broker um but her she's spiteful like she couldn't go back to uh, america i'm pretty sure she could have considering that she just gave steve his shield and sam his wings yeah and they and came they probably, back. Uh, well, sam got killed but steve came back and helped uh, during the five-year thing here's yeah. the thing with sharon She's the power broker. She's the world kingpin. She is yeah. she is a bad, bad person. She was dead for five years. She was she was blipped. Yep. yep. So so she came back five years later and then in what was in six months, she becomes the top dog 
bad guy. Yep. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Nope. Or I've heard the MCU wiki explain that she was the power broker. She rose up to be the power broker in the two years between in Infinity War and Civil War. And then oh. she got blipped. And then she came back and resumed everything. That nope. Sorry, that doesn't make sense no, either. That doesn't make any sense. Because whoever filled her the void would have killed her immediately. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, her replacements would have been like, you're not back. Uh, the reason I know this is because, and this isn't behind the scenes, she's listed as dead in uh, at the beginning of Endgame when they start showing all the people who died from the blip. Well, I could see how she would have faked it maybe. I don't know if they really could because apparently they were keeping tabs on her. Like oh, okay. Steve especially would have. Steve would have been communicating with her while he was in those two years. She would have been helping them. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, so Sharon is complete 180 into the villain of the show, which uh, you kind of got the gist of that with the episode that introduced her because she was apparently selling stolen artwork. Yeah. And, and then, the th- then she starts killing her own men during a shootout, apparently. Which make that doesn't make any sense. And then, it, you know, if she's the this power, like the most important bad guy in the world, why is she? Well, first of all, why is she taking them to her top scientist? Yep. And then why is she the one who's like playing recon and like fist fighting goons? Yep. Like that makes no sense if she's the power broker. Yep. <laughs> they could have just introduced a new character and I would have been fine with it. Yeah, I would rather have just nobody be the power broker than uh, or introduce another MC because there's like a couple characters who have played the power broker. The power broker is a Marvel Comics character. Yeah, um, I would have been fine if they just introduced someone else as it than having her. Kind, of, I, I hate to say it, I don't like saying that kind of stuff, but they mm. kind of ruined that character. Yeah, they did. Well, and I the mean, the comics like, did too, in a way, but they did brainwashing and crap like that. But that's comic yeah. books. But she apparently is so spiteful. That she couldn't go home, even though I think she honestly could have in the yeah. fight. But she was dead. My I real think, question moving forward, too, is like, what are they going to even do with that storyline? Like, that's not movie level storyline. Oh, is she going to be the main villain in Captain America 4 that just got announced? Is she? I hope I, not. Well, hope not either. <laughs> Great actress, though. I like that actress. She was yeah, yeah. I, I was pleased. Shows when I was in high school and stuff. But uh, yeah. what was she I doing? liked Sharon Carter's introduction into the MCU. She's been great in everything she's been. She's been like two or three movies. Yeah. And um, she's great. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the show just decided to be like, she's the villain. She's evil. Yeah. She wants world domination. Like, I can't get over the fact of that. And if people can't figure that out, I just can't get over the fact that her goal is literally world domination. What is this? Yeah. This yeah. is dumb. I mean, that's like, yeah, like that's the exact fuck, opposite they of made her a Hydra agent then. Yeah. Right. I mean, because that's what she, she's building her own Hydra, which is the exact opposite of what she would have been doing at S.H.I.E.L.D. and against all of her everything heritage. Uh, I mean, she's yeah. turning her back even on her on her on grandma, Peggy. aunt, yeah. great aunt, whatever the hell she was. She has uh, a great aunt or something. Yeah. But yeah, no, there were yeah, there were there were scenes in, in Infinity War or Endgame where she didn't get blipped. And mm-hmm. her and Steve were an item. And, but yeah, they cut all that out. And I was like, all right. I mean, I get it for the happy ending of Steve, but even still, it's just like, you kind of ruined this character in so many ways. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. What uh, do we want to talk about? I mean, do you have any other um, thing that annoying things people you want to talk about? Or should we talk about um, John Walker? Well, it falls into both of those. John Walker, Captain America, uh, 
I, I'm, I, since he's not here, I'm going to bring Lee again. He hated the first introduction scene of him. Everyone made fun of it. He looked like the old man from it, Up in a helmet. That was just such a weird camera angle. Whoever did the yes, cinematography on this show. It would, I'm going to say it right now. Well, I'm going to say it right now. I think every time he looked, he wore that helmet. Every time they showed him looking weird, they used weird angles. He looked yep. funky in it. Yep. I think it was 100% intentional. Yeah, I guess so. I, feel I like don't this... think it was bad cinematography. I think mm. him wearing that, I think he looked goofy in the helmet. Everyone yeah. did. I think yeah. it was 100% intentional. It helped once he got a little bit of a beard, like the stubble. That oh, yeah, he got his little stubble. So bad, but I... I uh, I mean, bringing up the bad camera angles, I felt like they did that a lot here or here and there, specifically the therapy session in the first or second episode with Bucky. Like oh. they were these weird tight shots on their faces. It yes. did not care for that. No. <laughs> yeah, I think with with uh, with with Cat John. John Walker, I think yeah. it was very intentional. I think honestly, yeah. I would not be surprised if they put that helmet on him during production and they looked and they all laughed and said, this is perfect. It doesn't look right. <laughs> I think they chose yeah. that purposely. Like uh, Wyatt Russell, mm-hmm. not a very big known actor. He's a good actor though. Yeah, uh, he looked totally fine him. without wearing that helmet. When he put that helmet on, he looked goofy. But I think yeah. that was to give you a a, a a form of unacceptance that he's. Yeah, got. I wonder too if like they told him to smile like a little exaggerated. Totally. I don't know. Oh, like I guess it, yeah. I guess his dad kind of smiles like that too. Maybe Kurt oh, Russell. Yeah. Yeah. This is Kurt Russell's son. Kurt Russell has a son that is old enough to be, to play a grown adult now. And I don't know how to feel about that. We're oh, old. Kurt Russell's older. We're, I think we're older than Wyatt Russell too. I think Wyatt Russell, I think we're like, we're, I think I'm like four years older than this guy. I'm still not used. I, to I don't know. I'm comfortable being, or with Kurt Russell having a son that old, but finally aged, which is weird. Kurt Russell looked pretty yeah. good 10 years ago. And now his age is fine. He's finally looks like his age, which Kurt Russell's like 77 years. Yeah. Old. yeah, yeah. He's old. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I don't know the, the whole internet has been very upset about why or about, um, uh, John Walker, like Death just being threats. like a, a bad guy, I guess. But it's just like, yeah, he's supposed to be a bad guy. Yeah. But I guess, well, like, why, I guess Wyatt Russell was like getting death threats because he was, of this. He was getting death threats. He's like, no, he's a good actor. Stop being a jerk to him. And he's playing like I. Here's the thing. Uh, he snapped. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't doing anything bad. Well, he like, yeah. I guess the, he's not a bad character. The character's not a bad guy. He just he's um. He, he just has like a best. big chip on his shoulder. And yes, he, he's doing his best. He he be- like he believes like, in Captain America so much, yeah. and he's not a super soldier till later on. He's a normal dude. He's a decorated uh, veteran. Yeah, and it's I think he's annoyed he, at being compared to Steve. It's weird. Like he, uh, uh, yeah, the character of John Walker is very weird. I don't know the character in the comics, and I've every time I've tried I, to look. Up, I kind of get bored looking up. I looked history. into it a little bit, and it sounds like he was experimented on a lot, and that's kind of why he's a little like, uh, like makes bad decisions, and he's a little like, uh, I don't know, um, he he reacts too quickly, like he doesn't he doesn't like 
analyze everything before he reacts. He just reacts immediately. And that's yeah. his downfall is like, he sees something happening. He's like, I'm Captain America. I have to take care of this. Which is and, like the show, which the show very much did. Like it's yeah, a faithful representation. Like he doesn't shut up about being Captain America, which oh, the internet has pointed out numerous times to me that like Steve Rogers never called himself Captain America. Um, like in conversation, like he does, I think just uh, for the USO show things in World yeah, War II. Yeah, for that he does like when he's in, like when he's presenting himself he does. But like in uh there there's just constantly or I've seen images where it's like um uh, like I'm Steve I'm Steve, I'm Steve Rogers uh and then like I'm uh I'm John Walker, Captain America. I'm Captain America, John Walker. But the thing yeah. is one of the comparisons I keep seeing is the one where Groot, uh, when he first meets Groot and Groot's like, I am Groot. And Steve says, I am Steve. And I hate that. I keep seeing that as like this primary example of when, that. He doesn't call himself Captain America because he was not Captain America. When he met Groot, he was nomad. No, he threw down the shield. Not that he well, called himself. He was, nomad. Nomad. he was just, he was Steve Rogers. He was just uh, Steve, he, I mean, but if you're tying him to who he was in the comic, he was nomad, I think, but <sighs> Which I don't really know, but that's just what I heard. Yeah, I anyway, but like I'm just annoyed that like people keep comparing uh, Captain America, John Walker, Captain America, to Steve Rogers, Captain America, when he wasn't even Captain America, he was just Steve Rogers. Yeah, he threw down. He reta- he wasn't just, Cap. He didn't I, become I Cap again until uh, End Game. Yeah, but it's just I, I I had to say that because it's really been bugging me. <laughs> I would say there's well I haven't seen much of that. Uh, yeah. I, man, I had to clean up my Instagram searches so much because <laughs> of the Snyder cut and because of stupid uh, fans. Yeah. Uh, the one that I constantly saw was one that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a par- it's a comparison scene of uh, or not not really a comparison scene, but it's the it's the spot in the first Captain America where he's talking about the red skull and talking about Steve getting the serum. And he makes the thing that says, uh, good becomes good. Bad yeah. becomes worse. And people have been comparing it, showing Steve Rogers as good becomes good and showing John Walker as bad becomes worse. Yeah. I don't consider John Walker a bad character. Bad. No, he was a, decorated a bad guy. I mean, he did. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. The whole fifth episode dealt with him killing a flag smasher yeah. in front of a million smartphones. Yeah. And then he gets dishonorably, uh, he gets discharged. Uh, he gets discharged, since. yeah. And uh, the, uh, but the, and the whole thing is you killed someone on, uh, you killed someone as Captain America on international soil uh, uh, and everything. And I'm like, okay, but can't you defend that with saying he killed a terrorist? Right. He killed an illegal super soldier. He killed a terrorist. I'm sorry. I think you could skirt around that a little bit. I mean, not to get too political. We got, you know, we, we've got a lot of soldiers that have killed a lot of fucking kids just running around in the Middle East. So, yeah, um, armed. Well, it happened. Sorry, people. It has happened. Uh, yeah. I think you could probably squint your eyes a little bit. At the fact that he did kill. A, and it's like, well, he's unarmed. He's a super soldier. Yeah, well, I think like the argument, I I mean, and I'm not saying I agree with it either, but like the argument being that like people don't know that he's that, you know, that he's killing a super soldier terrorist. But I think the thing that bothers an interesting what? It's just I just have that scene stuck in my head of John Walker just like slamming on the podium. I am Captain America. Yeah. Not but, anymore. Uh, I, I think with that too, like uh, somebody I saw on the internet pointed out that like, yeah, so 
like, yeah, he killed a terrorist in front of a bunch of people, but so did the Avengers multiple times. <laughs> like, I mean, the well, fact that I Captain, tried to think about this, have they? Well, um, at the beginning of uh, Civil War, they there's that big fight with um, uh, Crossbones, and they. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know that they killed. I mean, there were civilians all over the place during there much were. of that battle, that fight. But that's the whole reason Sokovia Accords exist, because uh, Scarlet Witch blew up a building. Yes, there's that. But also, like, I mean, Crossbones gets blown up in that scene. Uh, well, he, as... he suicide bombs himself. Well, that's a good point. But yeah, also... Suicide bombs himself. He's got super gauntlets on his arms and stuff right. like that. Right. But... Um, that wants Black... to dump a biological agent on the ground. Black Widow also... Yeah, she... I mean, she killed... a. She, yeah, she killed them. Like, a couple of his goons. Like They're armed. Around. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, they were actively fighting them, whereas like everyone just saw John Walker, like a guy on the ground, John Walker walking up to him and then just smashing his face in. Or turned my head instead of running away, would have turned my head and said, he's a terrorist. Right. (laughs) And then he starts running up and snapping people's necks in the crowd. Take away their phones. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I, I don't know. I think uh, I had no problems with John Walker's character until the uh last episode where i they made they made him redeeming yeah however that dude just got told he can't run around as captain america and what is he doing he's running around as captain america with an aluminum shield he would not be u.s agent okay. that dude would be in the stockades like they threatened yeah. to do continue well, to do it. the thing too is the lady who turned him into u.s agent works for hydra or is trying well, to hydra She's Madam Hydra. She is uh, what's her stupid name? Julia Louise Dreyfus. Well, you uh, that's not her stupid name. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh shoot! I'm on the Civil War page by accident. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Nope, wrong thing. Uh, she's uh, Vontaine or some shit like that. Let me, let me. I need to go to the casting. Uh, she plays. Oh come on, where the hell is it? Oh, here it is, Valentina Allegra de Vontaine. Oh. Or Val, but don't call me Val. Hydra in the comics and. Yeah. She's funding him, makes him U.S. agent. I'm still kind of looking and going, I don't think you can run around with American flags all over you, dude. I'm sorry, I don't think you can. Also, I wouldn't trust that shield they keep giving you. It looks like it's made out of paper mache. Um, I guess this show ruined uh, the reveal of Madame Hydra, though, by by happenstance. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, yeah, apparently that. she has her introduction was supposed to be in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Like as a post credit scene, I theorize it as a post credit scene. So I, it felt weird that she shows up and she has no backstory, uh, mm-hmm. and then she shows up again at the end, no backstory. She creates a U.S. agent apparently. She gives John mm-hmm. Walker his own outfit, which is the exact same outfit from Black. Sorry, trademark, copyright. Don't think you can do that. Um, but I think more about her character is, was supposed to be in Black Widow, like what she actually is, because we don't get any answers of what she is in this show. She's she's a mystery. And yeah. I think Black Widow is supposed to reveal who she actually is. Well, when does Black Widow take place? Because I thought it was a prequel to what? Between Civil War and Infinity War. 
Okay. Okay. So it's after Hydra was a, 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 a abolished, I guess. Oh yeah, years later. Okay. Okay. So I yeah. So I would not be surprised if yeah she has like an after credit scene that was supposed to show what what organization she's actually part of a resurgence Hydra, AIM maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, because AIM is still very much not touched in the MCU. Yeah, but they're doing some. Uh, it's a cartoon, I think. They were going to do something with um, Modok, which is AIM, isn't it? Oh, Modok. Well, that's a Hulu show. Uh, okay, so, so that's not MCU. That, okay, that's not MCU. No, it's a show that's going to be on Hulu. Okay. And I, I don't know. I guess they've been producing that for almost a decade now. My reaction <laughs> to watching it was, yeah, this is a show that they greenlit, and then they said this is terrible. Let's sell it to Hulu. Oh, <laughs> but I anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think more about her because it's just very unrevealing to have uh, uh, DeFontaine in the show. So I mm-hmm. think we're supposed to be more surprised by her in Black Widow. OK, that makes sense. Maybe she's behind Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah, that... we'll find out in a month, I guess. Yeah, so I'll be fun. Um, OK, so, so uh, we're kind of going long. Um what I'm trying to think uh, what else we have to talk about. Um, what like didn't like Zemo flag smashers. I think we talked about everything I wanted to talk about. I'm trying to think if there's anything else really to talk about. Uh, I'm looking up cast. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> not really much else. Uh, is it rewatchable? Um, I don't think I'm going to watch it again. I might like, down the road i tried you tried i tried i couldn't get through an episode <laughs> yeah i tried I, I wanted to rewatch this whole thing for the podcast to be so fresh on it yeah and i think i i attend i and then i got to a point where i'm like i'll just watch the last episode and then i think i got like 20 minutes in and said no i'm good i don't <laughs> to rewatch this oh okay what are your feelings on sam now officially as captain america did you like his suit Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so first of all, I think we uh, kind of didn't talk about Sam whatsoever on the. No, podcast. we did not. Uh, well, we kind of did with Isaiah Bradley, but whatever. Bit. Um, I guess I would like to go all the way back to when we first were covering the announcement of this show, and then I was not excited. Okay. Um, because I was not excited, I, I I never was a big fan of the Falcon because I always felt I never felt like they did a great job telling his story. I guess as or even making him a friend of captain america like i never felt like they were that great of friends which is weird considering that they apparently are best friends in the comics yeah and and like sam is extremely important in the marvel comics something i didn't know myself either i mean he did star in one of the last the latest disney cartoons uh where he's like the new recruit to the avengers it's a show it's an avenger show that he is the he's the main character of he's the he's the focal point i guess okay but i guess yeah the, the thing, though, in the movies, like, I never got the... I mean, I got the sense that they were friends, but, like, not mm-hmm. best friends. And Neither did I, I. And I guess, so, I was I, I thought it was kind of weird that they were making, like, this show about Captain America's two best friends. I'm like, no, like, it's about the weird flying guy and Captain America's best friend. Um, but I think when then you brought up that, that it's going to be a show about uh, uh, Sam coming to terms with he's the one that 
Steve picked to become Captain America and then and then realizing that like he does need to become Captain America. And when I when you said that that's probably what the show is going to be about, I I got excited and I was hoping that that's what the show is about. So I am extremely glad that that's what the show is about. And yes. I, I don't know. I, I as far as, yeah, the reveal at the end of his Captain America suit. I don't know. I've always thought his suit in the comics was not great looking. Um, people seem to like suit. it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, either of his suits, honestly, like, his, well, his Falcon suit is always like, it's just all the red in the comics. It looks weird. It looks white. Yeah. It looks very dated, I guess, which makes sense because of when yeah. he was the Falcon, but yeah, they really his, modern him up and made him pretty militaristic in the, uh, in the MCU. Yeah. And, and that it looks realistic. At least I don't mind it. Um, I mean, it's kind of a weird character with wings and stuff anyway, but, um, I, I didn't like the way the suit looked. It looks very, um, clean and futuristic, I guess. And I, it, I mean, it's it, made by Makanda. It's made by magic people. Yeah. And then there's that, but there, I, that, I hated that scene. I hated the fact that his scene came from Wakanda because it's just or, a scene after Zemo gets arrested. It's, it's Bucky going, I need one what, more favor. Well, and in 10 they, minutes, they created an entire costume. And what they, what they, well, that fits him perfectly without knowing his measurements. Um, uh, I was just hoping that was going to be fixed, but apparently it was the entire suit. The the problem with, yeah, that's a good point. The problem with that too is uh, um, how quickly they made it. It makes no, I, well, okay. Anyway, and I understand the reason why they did it because they needed a suit to be made quickly because they, they had no funds. They had no means of getting a suit like that. Unless you consider the fact that they probably could have called Pepper Potts and just asked her to make one, but whatever. Um, <laughs> we're going to ignore that. Uh, Pepper's and, got nothing to do with these superheroes anymore. She's no, she, she no, she's she fought in the at the end of uh at the end of Endgame. She's uh, I, gave, I gave I gave Peter Parker a shit ton of money. I'm not dealing with you people anymore. My husband's what, what dead. What's her character's name? I forget. Uh, what Pepper's uh, Iron Suit character? Yeah, Mercy. What Mercy? Mercy. I don't think so. Uh, whatever. Anyway, um, it doesn't matter. But I did. I did. I mean, I liked the effect of the suit. And, and I get I, I guess I like the colors of it. If only for the one scene uh, at the very end. Major spoiler alert here, I guess. After Carly dies. Uh, rescue. Sorry. Rescue. Yes. Thank you. Um, But after which I don't know, I guess you could argue that she's not dead. Car- uh, Carly at the end. Um, they like it's Marvel. She's a super soldier. And she that. died. The paramedics took her away. I was like, is she well, dead? They never really confirmed that she was dead. I think I people just started to assume. <laughs> I guess but, she is. She, I, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, but that scene where he is coming, he's carrying her, and he's flying straight down, clearly meant to be angelic looking. Um, and it looked, it, it was a nice scene. It, it looked good. His suit is mostly white with a little bit of red and blue in it. Uh, and just the way that the wings like kind of like went up and I'm assuming there was a jetpack involved with the way he was like slowly descending, <laughs> but it, it looked angelic. It looked nice. It was a very good, like it was a very good, um, scene and pose basically for the end of the final battle. Uh-huh. Uh, and it looked nice. 
that being said, him just standing there with his wings down, talking to Bucky, Bucky looking pretty cool in his leather coat and everything. And then Falcon just looking in my mind, ridiculous and like a giant toy. Um, <laughs> it, it was just weird. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I, I loved it. You like his suit? I loved it. I right. loved his. Fa- I loved fair. his Captain America suit. Yeah, like, oh, you're not man, alone. I think so... most people did like it. I, I, think I was... did. I loved yeah. it. I thought okay. it looked so cool. I uh, except for the most like important part of his body being wide open, the top of his head. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> he, no he fly, though. It's head. okay. He, can, yeah. he can't do headshots, but that's okay. Everyone aims for the torso anyway. I actually really loved the costume. I thought it looked great even without okay. the wings. I uh, It looks like Steve's costume. Like It does look like the Captain America costume from uh, <clears throat> Civil, from Endgame and stuff. Yeah, it's got the same kind of patterns on the chest and everything. Okay, It's just white. It's faithful to uh, Sam's uh, Captain up, America costume straight up the from comic the comics. Suit, yep. Yes, because five, six years ago, Sam did become Captain America for a couple of years. And oh. um, yeah, there's a lot more blue and white on it or blue and red on it than I, I guess I remember. I think it's just like it's the top shoulders being white that like really it's, it's a black man and he's wearing white and you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Like I said, I had no clue how important Sam is to Marvel and uh it was yeah. really throwing me off because I don't read a lot of Marvel main comics because they're convoluted and confusing and everything. Well, especially the Avengers. I feel like, like yes. everyone's an Avengers. Like, yeah, oh, I'm going to read yes. the Avengers. <laughs> and uh, so it, it, it was kind of baffling because I was even shocked when uh, Steve gave him the shield and the mantle in Endgame because that's how much I yeah. don't read the comics so much. And I was like, really? No, Sam? I, huh? And I, I blame Marvel cinema for that, too, because, as you said, Sam has been nothing but a supporting character yeah, in it, the MCU. And it is awkward. a shame. Yeah. It's, it's awkward. awkward. It's awkward because of yeah how they've treated the character up until now. Yes. But Especially nice. since he's... I still... There's, there's some portion of my brain that still thinks that Sam was at the Sokovia fight. And I don't believe he was. I've always... I think I've watched um, a couple times and expecting him to show up because a road no, showed sure. up. No, okay, um, with with crossbones? No, no, in Age of Ultron, at the end, oh. when the helicarrier shows up and War Machine shows up, for some reason, there's some portion of my brain that keeps thinking that Sam is there also as Falcon. He and I, and I, I don't believe he was. He's in the ending scene where he's part of the new Avengers. But oh, so he just wasn't officially an Avenger yet. No, never was. Oh... Uh, he has become. Yeah. OK, OK, OK. Yeah. For some reason, I kept thinking he's in the final battle against Ultrons and he's yeah. not. And yeah, Sam is so underused in these movies. So, you know what? If we're going to get a, a, a new Captain America movie, which they announced a couple days ago, we're getting yeah. another Captain America movie helmed by the people by the show. Yep. I'll see it when I believe it. I wouldn't be surprised if they they scoop up the the Russo brothers to do it, to be honest. Uh, yeah. But if we're going to get a movie uh, a starring Sam as Captain America, hopefully hopefully Bucky's in it, too. Um, yeah, you better be. <laughs> yeah, if he's not, then I'm or sure I still have to get his own movie. Good. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I am all for 
Sam Wilson as Captain America. <sighs> the oh, wings are his thing, though. I, I'm like, ah, you know what? He's got to have some kind of thing to give him an extra oomph because he doesn't have super soldier serum. Yeah, and the wings with the, especially with the jetpack, give kind of make him a super soldier because the wings take a lot of um, the blows. Like he yeah. uses them as shields all the time. Yes. Plus, then the jetpack often gives him that extra strength push. Yes. Um, Because that's the only way he was able to fight um, in that fight against um, uh, whatever, U.S. agent, I guess. Uh, Because, like, he was blocking with his wings constantly. And he was was using the jetpack to give him, like, any sort of actual blows against him. Because, like, if Sam just punches a super soldier, nothing's going to happen. But no. he flies into them. Yes. However, he should have just been knocked out immediately the first time he did it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sam would have like 20 broken bones after like a punch. That, stuff like yeah. that. Like I was waiting for him to like get critically hurt by that guy, by uh, he, uh, Walker. He seemed very hurt. Like he seemed like he could barely move at the end. But also Bucky seemed like he could barely move. And Bucky's a super seer soldier. Like. Did you sigh when Bucky's arm started sparking? No, because that happened. I mean, I did actually. I, I, I actually, I did. I. That's funny I that did. you say that. I did, I did sigh too. once his arm started sparking when he got hit too hard. I went, oh. <sighs> but I remembered uh, shortly after that 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 happened in um uh, in the Winter Soldier movie, and the arm like had the has the ability to reset itself. Oh, well, I mean, it, it didn't. Oh, well, it resets, but it reinforces itself. It didn't like spark or anything in that scene. Like when Steve and him are fighting, he does yeah. like it does this weird like flow of movement to reinforce it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when Bucky well, and that was a different arm, though, that one, that arm got blown away. by. I Iron imagine the, I imagine the Wakandans would give him an arm that could re, like after like a giant blow like that, that could kind of repair itself. I mean, well, they certainly put a bunch of shit in there to punch it a couple times and make it flop <laughs> off of them. That sucked. Yeah, that was, he even was shocked on that. It's like, yeah, that wow. was actually, again, another reason why why uh, uh, Sebastian Sands a great actor. Just the look on his face when that happened was great. So good, everyone wanted him to be Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. He looks just like him. He looks, he looks like Mark Hamill. Have you ever seen a side-by-side? I've been forced to. Oh, they're the same person. <laughs> I think uh, uh, Kelsey even saw a picture of him, like so, uh, and like they somebody photoshopped his face onto yes. Mark Hamill, and mm-hmm. Kelsey even was just like, "Why? Wh- what's the deal? Like, why is somebody showing me this weird picture of Mark Hamill?" And then I think I pointed out, like, "No, that's Sebastian Stan." He's like, "Oh." <laughs> so yeah, people were really ticked off with the CGI in that I, Stan. I, I mean, I. I didn't I mind it, and it's it. like, okay, that's a little weird, but I guess since he's in the back lot while they're filming this, they could have, but right? oh well. That's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, overall, good show. If you're invested yeah. in these characters, yeah. yes, watch it. Uh, I didn't hate it, I but I also was unimpressed by a lot of it. But like yeah. as we gushed over it, we gushed over a lot. There's a lot of fun stuff yeah. in this, yeah. and there's a lot of nice little uh eat like nods and easter eggs of the movies yeah, and these it, things so i think it'd be interesting if somebody put together like um a shortened like a movie version of it where like cutting out all the things that don't matter um there's a lot which, that don't matter i mean there is and there isn't i guess like we could have done without a lot of stuff or really what i think needed to happen was just can uh, 
combining a lot of things like because a lot of the talk like you said there's a lot of talking but a lot of the talking is important like we needed a lot of exposition because like this show covered a lot of ground um just in the process of turning sam into captain america um i think i was annoyed initially at how reluctant he was to be captain america but it made a lot of sense for the character i mean especially once they got into the isaiah bradley stuff uh, and really, I mean, kind of getting into the race, uh, the race, the stuff and, uh, I mean, and just the character in general, like he's not a super soldier. Like, you know, I, I get why somebody like him would be like, why would I be captain America? But it, you know, it, it really, they took the time. They kind of needed to take the time to explain more about this character, uh, because they did such a bad job with him in the movies. Um, and so I, I appreciated, I think getting to know Sam better uh, and taking the time for that. And also taking the time to, for, I mean, really honestly getting to know Bucky more because uh, bu- even though Bucky was used in the movies quite a bit, he was only really ever used uh, to fight because he's a soldier. And so it was nice to get to see, you know, like the remorse and, you know, and the, you know, when Cap- uh, Iron Man asked him like, do you even remember, uh, what you did and he or, or your victims and he said every single one and like and this show shows yeah he did he remembers every single one um and so that, that, that it was nice to see that stuff but it was just it was slow going um it, i feel like they could have done it quicker or just differently <laughs> uh and then yeah just weak villains as marvel tends to do um very weak villains. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I, I think know. they've done really good the past five, the past half decade with villains. But yeah, yeah, the, it was all over the place with some of them. Too many people. Like the power broker yeah. didn't make it. It didn't need the power broker. Honestly, you no. could have just said, "Oh, super soldiers made in the black market." Because you kind of forget. Not for not you, but yeah. Apparently, Carly, the flag smashers, were also agent carter's hitmen yeah they're, that's why they got the serum i presume yeah and then they, well they yeah. stole it i guess well and then they stole the rest of it mm-hmm. it yeah. was kind of dumb but uh yeah. final question mm. where's steve he's with nick fury okay i i'm not convinced steve is dead they never once said he was dead I thought he was originally before the show came out. Everyone was really theorizing that the oh, it was going to open with uh, his funeral, and that's what I thought this opening thing was. Yeah, but, but it, was, like, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the funeral. Where's Steve? Also, should Steve even be old? Also, should Carly have even died from a gunshot? Super soldier serum, people gives him a healing factor. We already know that. That's why I'm not convinced she's dead either. That's um, why I'm not convinced Steve's old. Yeah, well, in the comics, aged him a different way, but and then he got young. Oh, again. they took his serum away, and he instantly aged into an old man, which doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, his age caught up to him. Also, he how was, do you? He's frozen in the ice for sixty how you, years. How do you take age away from him, or the serum away from him? That makes no sense. I don't remember. I think they do said you drain his blood like and his, then it wore off or something like that. Oh, okay. I mean, sure. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe they pulled it out of his blood. You can do that now. Did you know if yeah. you don't post your if you don't post your vaccine card on social media, the government will take the vaccine back? Uh, you know, I hope so. I didn't post mine, so you can't even post. I can't. It's a rule. 
Um, Unless you okay. show everyone your card to be smug about it, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm tired no, of I'm seeing not... people's cards, people. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I'm tired yeah. of everything having to be a thing. Well, I get it too because people are. It's to encourage other people to go get vaccinated because I think oh, it's like yeah, something it's like being smug. It's being smug. Well, some people are. Yeah. Look but at like... me. Look at me. I'm waiting for. I'm. I'm calling it right now. We're doing this May first of uh 2021 i'm waiting for a meme a reddit of twitter any post of someone saying hey guys we're getting together but you need to prove you have your card oh yeah that has to be a thing already um i'm trying to think that has to be something a get well, together i, a I know uh, I know that politically, uh, the Democrats are very against that one. The Republicans also are very against it. Um, there, yeah, I know that I know that there are people, travel, but I'm talking about like yeah. parties and shit. Smug no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, but I think they're trying to fight it and, and, and I don't know what that would mean or how they would, but yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, so I, I, do you think uh, Steve Rogers is, is dead? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out in Cap 4. Yeah, I, I don't think he is. I don't think Carly's dead either. I hope I mean, not. He's 100. I mean, he's now physically 100 and... 20? No, no, he wouldn't. How He'd old is bad. Steve? Steve is... He got... He got he would have been in his in 2012, 20s. 2011. Uh... Endgame and this takes place in 2023, 2024. So he's 15 years older than he was. Uh, and so he's like, oh, screw this. Let me look it up. I'm just going to look it up. God damn it. Okay. Chris Evans is 39. Captain America is 39. So, and then he relives his life. He's like almost 150 years old. Oh, yeah. But he has the super. He's like 150 now. years old. I mean, he's going to die eventually. Yeah. I mean, he has the super soldier serum. So he looked like he was in his late 90s, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, because if Bucky, yeah, yeah, he's probably close to a, like 140, 150 years old in at the end of Endgame, technically, chronologically, even though the, the the timeline in Marvel is really bad. And I'm really angry at Marvel for this because it seemed pretty simple at the beginning. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I I mean, Chris Evans has always said he'd be willing to come back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Put him in a scroll tank. He comes back looking young again. He's fine. He takes back the mantle, and then then the world can be mad Ooh. that a white man took the shield away from a black man. <laughs> I don't that'll be a thing. Everything I don't think he would become Captain America again. He'd probably just be Nomad or whatever, or just Steve Rogers. Oh, yeah, but it's comics. But it's comics. Yeah. I mean, in the comics, he took back the mantle. He was Captain America again. Yeah, do you remember when he wasn't Captain America for a while? He was like head of Shield, and he had a mm-hmm. he had a new Shield that was like like digital, like a hologram Shield. Oh, I didn't read comics at that time, I guess. Yeah, you didn't read <laughs> comics during that point. It was I didn't read Captain America. I didn't I read a lot Captain of Captain America comics. either. He was in Spider Island fighting everyone with a, a, oh. a an energy shield. Yeah, I never. I kept pretty far away from Captain America because I only really read X Men and Wolverine stuff. And X-Men is better than X-Men. Superman by by oh, like yeah. 
no, I by like that. fractions, honestly. I don't. Some, in, in comic books, I don't like Superman. Like he's a horrible oh, no. character. Nobody does. But I'm just saying, Captain America is he? He's there with Superman is too perfect, but he's uh, yeah. You know, he's got some imperfections about him, but not many. Yeah, and that's why I guess I don't like him. Like, and I mean, that's mostly why I don't like Superman. He's just a ridiculous. His superpowers are ridiculous, and he's too perfect. Yes. And then yes. Captain America, like, he's just too good. He's too much of a Boy Scout. Um, and whatever. But, and that's why I always, I guess, avoided him in the comics. But I don't know. Sucks. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting if they bring him back or not. I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to see where the MCU is going. I feel like they're, they're starting to bring in new characters. They're kind of redoing, I mean, with. The, uh, you know, with this especially, we got a different Captain America. Um, I mean, and they're and they're kind of focusing more on these side characters and new characters. Uh, we got Miss Marvel coming. Yeah, we just uh, saw pictures I mean, of her looking all C three PO like in that terrible photo someone leaked. Oh, is that what you were saying? Okay, <laughs> that's what I was saying. They reveal like just just now they revealed a picture of the actress playing Miss Marvel, and she looks great. However, in the picture. She's got her arms posed like C-3PO, just like that little degree. Well, it's an she, she awkward. Like walking. It looks it's so just a weird photo. Like it's very much a weird photo. Lisa who's to say why her arms are like that? Yeah, well, <laughs> she could have been mid arm like, swing. Why she why she look like C-3PO? Yeah, I don't know. I get what you're saying now. I didn't, I I didn't she's realize that. Captain Marvel too, as well as her own show. Which makes sense, I guess. Which I don't know. I think in the comics, like Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel didn't meet for a really long time. Well, uh, Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel forever. Well, yes, but I mean, this iteration, uh, I can't. Uh, she gave it to her. She did. Oh. Yeah, Carol Danvers became Captain Marvel again, and she passed the mantle of Miss Marvel onto uh, this girl. Oh, for some reason, I didn't think that they had met. Maybe that's the scene. Maybe that's what I saw, and I just. I saw it years later and I didn't realize that that's, that was the beginning of that Miss Marvel. Okay. That makes sense. I believe so. Yeah. She passed the mantle onto her, which I don't know. Personally, I prefer Carol Danvers as Ms. Marvel, but I never no. knew her that way. I guess I, oh, I, she I wore that I black sexy onesie with that mat with the, the yeah, Robin mask. Yeah. And it had the big S on it and she had the, the scarf. What the, uh, what does that do? It like makes people I don't care. Does it make people tell the truth? Uh, that's lasso of truth with Wonder no, Woman. No, I know, but I think oh. her sash did too. I don't know. I don't know. I just liked that version of Carol Danvers. Okay. I mean, that's I, I, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's going to take me a while to find what the sash does. Um, but yeah, Are no, I'm, I'm excited to see where MCU is even going. What? Are we going to be back to review Loki? I don't know. I don't know that I want to watch that. I mean, I probably will. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think my wife is very like she she's enjoyed these last two shows. And so I think she's pretty willing to watch all of the MCU shows, which I'd be surprised if she does, because I, I can't imagine her watching um, uh, whatever the Ten Rings. Uh, Trailer came out for that. Yes, it's, it looks good. It, 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 I don't know. I it looks confusing, but good. Android looks, but okay, yes. Yeah. It it looks like it's like I told Dexter. It looks like a very good Avatar movie. Yeah. Avatar: um, The Last Airbender. Yes, it's uh, 
I don't know. It doesn't look like a Marvel movie, so I'm interested in it. Uh, again, I'm going to say it again on this podcast. We're getting four Marvel movies this year. God yeah, like it. actual movies. So what, Black Widow, uh, Doctor Strange? No, we're getting Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, that is a movie. Spider-Man, No Way Home, and finally, after being like wrapped for two years, we're finally getting the Elementals. Yeah. Uh, Eternals. Oh, the Eternals, yes. I, I, I didn't realize Shang-Chi was a movie. Yeah, Shang-Chi's a movie. Okay. Never Coming mind that. Yeah, my wife doesn't have to watch it then. That's great. Uh, she probably will. said it will not be on the plus. It will be theaters only. By September? I would think so, yeah. Based by on September, September, I will say by August, it will be for Disney Plus for $20. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? For what? Uh, no, for Shang-Chi. Oh, Black yeah. Widow is being released in theaters as well as Disney Plus for $20. They said Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings will not be on Disney Plus. It will be oh, theaters only. Okay. And, yes. So I am saying it right now. It will be on Disney Plus for $20. Yeah, I don't know. That's. I mean, they're being hopeful. I guess I'm hopeful that they're not going to have to do that. Um, I don't have faith in the American people. I'm sorry. We should have already done that. We yeah, should well, already be done with this. Dexter I mean, and I should be doing our podcast together instead of through the internet by now. Yeah, but we're but, not because I hate our society. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, let's see. We've been we've been talking for over two hours. So I don't know anything. Uh, oh, there's a new trailer for um, the the oh man whatever the Zack Snyder movie The Dead. Oh, did that just come out? Yeah, there's a second. Uh, it said, I think, from what I understand, it's fi- the final trailer. Um, it's a little like less. It, I feel like it tells a little bit less of the story. Like there's less talking, and it's more just like a. Te- it's more of a teaser. But the, it did say um, the the guy that hired them it, uh, clearly says that there's a 32 hour window to go oh, in yeah. and get the. Get, and get the money that they're going to get. So they didn't, I mean, obviously didn't say why there's only a 32 hour window. So that kind of explains because they're bombing Vegas. Right. So I don't know. So that, that kind of explains, I guess a little bit more behind the plot, maybe like why it's happening, but um, yeah, I haven't seen this yet. I didn't know this came out. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I meant to, I should have said something to you. I, I was, I was looking into it um, like right before the podcast. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched this yet. Yeah, I don't know. it's 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 cool looking. It's just um, a lot of action scenes. It, it's to a uh, it's just to a song, I think. But no, yeah. So I'm excited about that movie too. That's coming out soon. three weeks. Yeah. So I'm not three weeks on Netflix, and then Netflix is canceled until the last Transformer series comes out. <laughs> oh yeah, I still actually I need to watch uh, Earthrise. I haven't watched. Okay. It. Yeah. I think that's why I haven't watched it. It's like you weren't as excited about it. <laughs> you liked the first one. I, have I did. I loved it. <laughs> I had uh, nitpicks with this one too. So someday, someday yeah. we got a, we have had a couple topics that we haven't talked about. So we got some content for the next couple podcasts. So, yep. um, but we should cut this off. So got it. thanks for listening. Bye.